You're fucking fired. Um, <laughs> welcome to another edition of Microphone Therapy. <laughs> How are y'all doing? I'm doing. So, were you upset when Hostess disappeared for a little while? Were you? I had already uh, quit eating that stuff by that time. Uh-huh. Younger, it was the Twinkies. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Say, start over again. Okay. Were you upset? Yes. I was. I had you. I had you on mute. Oh, did you? Oh, so you take it seriously. I don't blame you at all. <laughs> <clears throat> so the dulcet tones of Clay return. Joe, ask it again. I quit. No, he's he's he, my mic was on, so he recorded what okay. I asked you. That's why. So the so. answer is yes. And uh, so when I was a kid, um, and I didn't even know it was that bad for you yet. <laughs> and I was working at Rayleigh's, yeah, and I'll never forget when the Twinkies went from like you get two, and they're like a bonus Twinkie. And they sort of like always kept it that way. There was like three of them. And at the time, they had New York seltzer drinks. Remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. I remember I got so oh. sick at work because I, for lunch, I had three Twinkies and I drank the New York seltzer, like whatever it was, mm-hmm. like cream soda that and smoked like awful. two Marlboro not filters. And all of a sudden, I was like, I don't feel good. <laughs> Why? <laughs> those, those New York seltzers are goddamn awful. Yeah, they are. Um, I liked uh, putting zingers. And uh, those are my favorite. And Twinkies in the in the freezer because when you ate the, the the cream when it was room temperature, the whipped cream inside would like melt in your mouth really quickly and like dissipate. It, it almost evaporates, right? Yeah. But if you freeze it, it's this hard chunk like frosting in a way, right? And you can enjoy it more. That, I, I like to do that with candy bars too. So I, I guarantee you now that will actually happen for me at some point because yeah. like you've planted the seed, you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, like, God damn it, why didn't I do this twenty years ago? So the thing about the zingers is they come in the chocolate and they come in the... The red and white coconut. And they... Oh, you have a bug crawling down your fucking earphone I right now. I can feel it. Yeah. I can feel something. You know, it, it left. You're, you're okay. Fucking... You're going to be all right. Yeah, it's so, like summer camp here. Here it comes again. So the zingers come in the, in the, in the black one <laughs> and then they come in How the... How dare you, uh, sir? I know. I always oh, have races. to play the race card. It's like meatballs here. They, they come pl- in a vanilla... Right, the, and then they come in chocolate, and then there's like the uh, the, the special ones, the the, um, the, the the red and white coconut. Yeah, yeah. Well, not Ew. necessarily coconut. I love the red and white coconut. I, I don't know why you're saying vanilla though. They're like orange. Oh, they're, the they're orange yellow. cream. Like, the orange no, they're cream yellow. ones. Yeah. Okay. So and then yeah. So those That's are why my, they're, they're vanilla. I those love, are my oh, favorite. God, the yeah. zingers. Those are my favorite. And then uh, and then they also have the cupcakes, mm-hmm. and they have those that are like orange. Yeah, those, those were awesome too. Well, they yeah. have orange and vanilla. Of the cupcakes. Do they? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So those that was my plug, man. Well, here's the thing. I had to quit eating Hostess uh, over a couple decades ago because I quit eating beef and, and pork back in 1995, and I had to start reading labels. And right. I found out that Hostess puts beef fat in almost all their products. I have raspberry cake zingers, too. Yeah. Wait, wait. What happened? You're not eating one meat of the, now? One of the oils... He's never eat. One of the oils that Hostess puts in their, in their pastries is beef fat. Are you vegan? No, 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 oh. no, no. I just, or no, are I just you a vegetarian? Swine, that's all. <laughs> no. oh, you don't like. You don't. I like... don't eat beef and pork. Why? Because I thought at the time in '95 when I went on this thing where I ended up losing 200 pounds in two years, yeah. which was if I cut out the worst forms of animal fat out of my diet and also eat low fat and or fat free, that that's the best way to lose weight. And in a way, it worked, but it was also because I was young and I was exercising like crazy, burning a shitload of calories. But I was also eating a shit ton of sugar and carbs, not yeah. realizing that that was damaging me in other ways. Yeah. But um, so for me, if I was going to say like yeah. out of anything in my diet that I, I, you know, I wanted to cut it out, it would be 
it would be like the more sugary, carby stuff mm -hmm. and just eat more vegetables. But I, I don't ever feel like I have a problem with meat. One thing that always stands out to me is I'm like, why am I eating so much bread? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seriously. Because, well, it's the combination of things, too. We, no, because I'll, I'll, like, I'll finish dinner and I'll go make like a bagel mm -hmm. saturated in butter. Or I'll, I'll be making my lunch after dinner. And you should be content and full, and I've probably already overeaten because okay, that's my main meal. Are you used to having dessert after after a meal? Not so much, but this is what I'll do. Not it's not a dessert thing for me, but what I'll do is like so like if I'm going to make my sandwich for the next day, and I've gone back to this like I was like, why don't I enjoy my sandwich? And it just came down to I just wanted it to be really simple and really unhealthy. Mm -hmm. So I've literally gone back to like, and I didn't want to get like the most craziest like blimbo white bread or whatever it's called even though yeah, bimbo I, or, bimbo, yeah, yeah even though i like Wonder. that and that's actually probably like in the hostess's family somewhere so you know it's ultra refined it's not even real yeah have you ever had pepperidge farm bread i don't know you either have or you have is that a cookie too no it's pepperidge farm bread well oh. yeah they do have cookies yes the sausalitos and shit those are fucking but the bread i always go to now and i can't help myself and it's or wheat and it's their italian white bread and it's still, I know it's still ultra refined and everything. So I'll go uh, and I'll get like some cheap ham or uh, turkey lunch meat. And mm. I mean, it's so any of that lunch meat's going to kill you. I don't care. It's so. I quit, I quit eating lunch meat. It's um, so, in the last few it, there's so much preservatives and salt. So I'm like, yeah. well, fuck it. This is what I'm going to eat for lunch. So it's the bread and it's the mayonnaise. And mm. I'll make like two for myself. And if my buddy Dalton, because we're like trying not to spend money on lunch, because you could spend easily oh, two. Oh, absolutely. you could spend a hundred bucks a week on lunch, right? Yeah, without blinking. Mm -hmm. So I'll make him two sandwiches and I'll make me two sandwiches, right? And it's just mayonnaise, bread, and that crazy lunch meat. And I'm like, fuck it. But uh, that's so. But when I'm making it at night, if I do that, I'm like, oh, God. Well, damn the it. I'm going to have a sandwich right now, too. And then I have one. <laughs> cool thing is you do outside work so that means you're sweating and right. so you are in a way you're replacing salt that you're losing so that, that is, is yes there is a there is a trade-off with it right um we are burning lots of calories every day mm -hmm. but what ends up happening as you may well know is your body gets used to what you're gonna do so like at the end of the day when i should go out for a walk or something my body's like now he's just gonna sit down and drink and so my body's like yeah. anticipating it like my body knows what i'm gonna do so i'm not shocking my body at any point in any way into releasing any fat well, just or like with sleep patterns and stuff like that your body gets used to um eating patterns so if you're used if your body's used to consuming certain salts at certain times mm -hmm. or certain kind certain kinds of sugar so like carbs for example carb carbohydrate har, carbohydrates are broken down into sugars in your system so when you eat bread that's sugar Right. You don't think it is, but it is. It's going to break down immediately it's, into yeah. sugar. And so, like, it, it's your body's used to having that at a certain time. That's why you crave the right. bread and the and the. Like bread's not even going to wait. It's like I will turn into sugar right now, dude. I used to grab like 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 half a loaf of, of bread and butter and just eat like yeah. bread and butter here and there, you know. And then that was a snack. Things like that. I used to do shit like that all the time. That guy had a bread helmet on. And Mike Mike says he remembers me eating a whole loaf of bread one time in one sitting. No, well, it wasn't that. It was just every time I came into the lunchroom, there would be an entire fucking loaf of bread. Oh, sorry. My grandma would bring me like a week's or week or two uh, worth of lunch. Yeah. And then and like back, yeah. you walk in like a couple hours later and like half of the fucking bread 
was gone. And you were just putting butter on it? There were, yeah, there was times, yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that goes back to like the country dinner. You but know? it depends on what you're eating. And, and, and also we... Joe wasn't eating very healthy back then. Yeah, I was eating a ton of sugar and fat. None of us yeah. were. What yeah, kind and, of bread was would be your go-to? Okay, oh, and you're not eating any bread now, is that correct? No. I, well, I, I got some keto bread recently. I wanted to try it. And the keto bread doesn't taste bad, actually. It's, it's actually not bad. And what is it made out of? Keto. It, it's um kiddo. <laughs> it's lower in carbs than average bread, but it's got um it's just got more natural ingredients in it, so it doesn't have like the bleached less refined. Yeah, less refined okay. shit and stuff there. But right. I, it's not a regular thing. I just wanted to try it. It was like five dollars for this little loaf. Yeah, there's did, did you enjoy it or not that much? I did because I, I had some bread and butter. I was like, Oh fuck yeah, yeah. welcome back. <laughs> so the other thing you could I, say, but it I, looks like salt. Um uh, if you've ever had uh is it um not salt bread, but salt bread is what it is. I've had beer bread. Beer yeah, beer bread. Awesome. It's like that. Yeah, beer bread. Awesome. What's beer bread? Literally, that if you beer. get a you get a bread you get bread batter and then you put a can of beer in there and you cook it and then all the you know the alcohol gets cooked out but the flavor stays. It, it looks good. It almost oh, looks yeah. like keto bread. Huh? There was even a Larry the Cable Guy for a while. Larry the Cable Guy brand beer bread that you could buy from the dollar store. Huh. So what you do is you you make beer bread and then you go get real Irish butter. And What's almond. real Irish butter? Real yeah. Irish butter. You're getting me my, my mouth watering. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm on to something now. You said Irish butter. I'm like, now I tell try me, that. Tell me, like, so if you would, if, if, if we go back to where you brought bread to work, what kind of bread? It was that cheap Shitty. dollar, that dollar shit, that Winco brand. Oh, you know, just like to, a 68 cents a loaf or whatever? Yeah, yeah. pretty now, much. Now, Michael, when you talked about the, what, did you say Pepperidge Farm? Yeah, Pepperidge Farm, for people that were um, low income. Pepperidge Farm made bread that was like real thinly sliced, uh-huh. and then you know you make sandwiches with it and Vegemite, <laughs> and they would always they would just turn into mush. Is so what they the, would the, do. so n- nothing I'd go out of my way to look for. That. Oh no 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 okay no. it's just cheap shit bread. So a lot of new breads have come out and they're crazy. And one of them is, uh, it's so if, if so if you're like a white bread guy the fuck like are me, we talking about bread. Just world that, men. What is it? The one world white bread men. Uh, can, Panera can we, or something. Can we they're, talk about fucking. They're putting their fucking bread now at Safeway now. <laughs> How and regular the, we are. Laxatives. God damn it! The fucking <laughs> pieces of bread are like this thick. And, yeah. th- and that's where I went like, th- so I'm at work and I'm trying to eat a sandwich. And I'm like, this is too much bread. I've had Texas toast um, sandwiches before. That's fucking awesome. You know, that's yeah. that. garlic butter. Let me this garlic, too much bread. garlic bread and French toast is what that's for. You know, someone pimped up fucking Sonic to me for a long time. Because they were from Oklahoma. They were like, Sonic and Chick-fil-A, man. When they come out here, they're going to be amazing. Yeah. Chick-fil-A comes out here. And I was like, okay, good chicken. Found out they have MSG in their fucking chicken, so I don't eat that no well, more. But, I'd have to think most but, of these chicken places do have the MSG in Yeah, them. yeah. So and so <laughs> that's how they, they their shit always has a, a better taste technically. And we're dealing with poultry, the so they're like, we got to preserve this shit for you. Yeah, well, it's also packed with salt. Yeah. But um but so, so Sonic, they finally had a Sonic in Roseville about fifteen years ago in a drive thru. They they converted a convenience or yeah, a gas station I know what the fuck you're talking car about. wash into a drive thru. I know what the fuck you're yeah, talking it's about. It's by the Roseville Automall, right? Fucking A it is. And it's not there anymore. The no, Sonic is now. Well, there was two of them. There was one off of uh, Pleasant Grove as yeah. well. Yeah. Now there's the big one, right? With the, you know, the drive So that was over next to Walmart over on the other side. Yeah. 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 And I so remember. that one's still there. The drive through one, though, is. I don't not, think that one's still there. No, yeah. The one that, yeah, it's not there. It no, the market. one over by Walmart's gone too. Maybe I don't know. I don't go there anymore because I don't eat. I don't eat the shakes. And right? I know that um, the A and W off of uh, Sierra College, they were supposed to turn that into a Sonic, and then that fell through. Oh. Sonic is still available in Marysville. 
Okay. Well, I mean, no, they're, I mean, it, their ice cream, cool. their ice cream drinks are fucking amazing, but I, I don't eat that anymore. So I, I don't go, but my buddy, he pimped up the, the Texas toast chicken sandwiches forever. He's like, dude, if Sonic ever comes out, you got to get it. So finally they came out here and I went, the first thing I did was I went through the drive through and I ordered that shit and I ate it and I was like, what's the big fucking deal? It was nothing special at all. And it's the same with the Panera bread that you were talking about. So you do know about it. Then. Yeah. And then, um, there's, there's another type of bread that's that it's good but it's just there's just so, so much. fucking much bread yeah yeah well it's a filler <laughs> you know it's so cheap, that, cheaper than the actual that meat or brought whatever. me back to being a kid and i couldn't have this stuff at my house and going to like a buddy's house mm-hmm. that would live right next store and his mom made us a bologna sandwich yeah on white bread with mayonnaise that mm-hmm. was it and i remember they going like oh i had a buddy who's uh his dad was a drug dealer i didn't find out until What's later his number and one nine hundred, I'm in jail. Oh damn it! And he made he always had money because my friend always got the newest toys every month, the brand new shit, right? And he had a he had a GT performer back in 1984, 85. He had pink performer one, pink. or pro performer GT performer. The double bend in the frame he or had the single the, bend? It was one of the first bikes to ever have it where you could actually spin the forks I know all the exactly way around what it is. Because it had, it had the, the, the gyro. The ball, yeah, yeah. yeah, it had the ball bearings instead. Hey, of the, baby, I know all about mother it. Motherfucker. Anyway. The kid got anything he wanted, and I had so a FS1. he also had the name brand shit. I was a I was a you know a Goodwill kid, so even though we lived in a house, it, I still had we still all had the cheapest shit, right? There there's a there's an easy fix to when to having the uh, fork spin around. Yeah. So what happened is so where you had the um, the gooseneck. Yeah. So they they made special nuts to fit into the gooseneck that had a hole drilled into the middle of them, mm-hmm. and then you ran your your brake cable down there. If you use the brake cable yeah. for the for the back, for the front, for yeah, for the front brakes. Uh, for the rear, if you knew what you were doing, what you did was you took your brake cable from your handlebars and you put it on the frame. Yeah. So you could spin your. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, he had it. You know, the, he had the fucking top of the line shit, right? You know, like, like he saw the movie Rad. Rad. And he had to fucking get that Ugh. bike, right? So, <laughs> so anyway. Um, what was it? Oh, so they they always had the name brand shit. So when I went over there, they had the fucking big boxes of Chips Ahoy and the fucking stacks and the That's Cheetos, the, the name brand Cheetos and the Wonder Bread. Oh, they always had the Wonder Bread. So I would go over there and eat. Oh, and they had the name brand cereal too. So it would be real Frosted Flakes, Kellogg Frosted Flakes, or Tricks. All the 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 y'all you know, and they and they also used whole milk, right? Because we yeah. always got the two percent. In my house, God, they had you, the whole milk. They so didn't I even just, have two percent when I was a kid. So I go there and just fucking pig out on fucking Cheetos and and Wonder Bread sandwiches. Pull up the pink one. Yeah, I had a pink one. It was fucking beautiful. Like I didn't even know that. Like at first, I'm like, "Oh, what are you a fucking pull flag? up the, pull <laughs> right? up the you had a pink bike." Mike, type like, in 1986 GT Pro Performer. Pro. No. Performer. Don't put BMX. You're fucking it up. There it is, right there. Where? Twenty eight hundred dollars. Look, it's got the mag wheels. No, no, no. To your, to your second from the left. Yeah, that's it. Bring it up. That's got to be the one right there, right, Joe? No, the one I, my buddy had was pink. It was it was oh, painted okay. pink. And you Same said it had the straight neon pink, the straight one, right? No. It, so the first one was the bend at the top, and then they came out with the pro performer, and it bent at the bottom too. Yeah. So I had a twenty eight hundred dollars. I had the mongoose FS one, which was kind of like down. I think it was called hot pink. It was kind of down from GT a little bit, but my parents still they got it for me in '86. Dude, mongoose FS ones were one of the bikes that everybody fucking wanted. So 
and then mine was gunmetal gray. There it is. That's the bike I had right there. Pull that up. That's a pretty bike, man. This is what I have. Have you still have it? I still. Have yeah, it. I had it on the Little patio. Now, what was in the garage now? Uh, I think it's in the garage. Uh, come on, Diamondback. Is it a BMX? Oh yeah. Do 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 do. No, I have. Is this from your youth, and you still have it? Mm-hmm. Wow, that might be it right there. No. Does it have the uh, aircraft? Like he can see what you're pointing. Does at. it have the aircraft welds on it? No. The little sideways V's. No, mine was a one piece. Is this one right there? So mine was red. This is mine. Can you similar. still have it? Uh-huh. Good for you. It's a uh, candy apple red. I want to wow. see if Tony Hawk will. He's still gone to skateboard when he's in his seventies. So essentially, see the scorpion right here. Yeah, that's essentially what it was. It was red. It was got it's god awful colors. Bring it up. God, You're it looking looks at like it right a there. Nintendo that's faded over the years. It was red with yellow with the yellow rims. Uh, in in the the uh, it's chrome alloy. See, that's the, cool, buddy. See, it's got the V in the bar. Yeah. Well, um, did mine have a V? No, mine was straight. What do you bar. mean, did? Can't we go look at it right now? No, because I have different handlebars on them. Oh, but mine was a straight bar. That's dope. Look at the price on that. Eight fucking grand. Oh, this a, that's a Scorpion. Oh, they're those are fucking super expensive bikes. Eight that and, fucking grand, Joe. I, you don't care. It's hey, look. It beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? It, yeah. I just to me is that Harry Larry. Yeah, I mean, I rode bikes, but I was a I was a fat kid on a bike, so I was a pussy. I was scared to fucking fall. And this is why I was I very wanted... scared to fall. So I did when we went to like the the dirt hills and shit. I always took the little pussy one down the hill. Yeah. I didn't take the, the the one you have to actually jump over like a gap or any of that shit because gravity and me had an understanding with each other. So I had a subscription to BMX Plus. Me too. And uh, the guy that was riding the bike you're talking about that was pink was called Eddie something or other. And he was one of the first guys that he was riding out of the swimming pools, like skateboard guys do. Damn, that's reinforced. That they ain't breaking no time no, soon, fuck, huh? No, That's exactly what I have right there. So these bicycles back then were handmade in a factory somewhere. Like Lamborghini? Like mm-hmm. hand-welded. This is, that doesn't look like a Huffy. That looks like a GT because of that flat part of the frame right there. They're saying old school BMX 90s Huffy 24. Yeah, that doesn't. That so that like would have been an affordable bike because Huffy was never at the upper end of as far as the price point was concerned. No, some of them were. There oh, were, really? There were like really good Huffies, but you know, you get what you pay for type of thing, right? Yeah. Kind of like it. Hutch. Hutch was the bike to have. That was the shit. I had a Huffy. I, I saved up my money and I, I bought a hundred dollar Huffy. But you were talking about BMX magazines, BMX Action. Yeah. I had a I had a subscription to BMX Action too. One of my favorite riders, his name is Harry Leary, and he was he rode until he was like 35, 40 years old. Yeah. They had plastic hubcaps on they, they the They had this little comic in the back. It was called Radical Rick. Yes. It was like a it was like a cartoon you'd see in like a newspaper like or something. Like cartoons. Yeah. And Radical Rick was just always fucking shit up. There is. <laughs> Actually, oh, yeah. I actually remember that one. Radical Rick. One of the issues had an ID card that you could cut out, like a driver's license. Yeah. It's like Radical Rick's, like, and you sign your name on it or something. And I'll never forget. I was like maybe in sixth or seventh grade, and they had a laminator at school. And I, like, asked the lady, like, can you laminate this for me? And yeah. she's like, yeah, no problem. And I was like, yes. <laughs> 
So yeah, in, in BMX Plus and BMX Action, but mostly yeah, BMX, BMX Plus. Yeah, they had Radical Rick in the back. There, there's one of the comics. Oh wow! And it was always like, remember the uh, superheroes with the Hostess cupcakes and shit like that. Yeah, it's, see, just like it was that. always cheesy, but he pulled it off at the end. Yeah, because like, he's Radical Rick. Dude, I used to come up with ideas for uh, like fat guy ideas for Hostess. And I remember one of the things I thought of that they still to this day have not done is, you know, have you ever seen a pound cake? Mm-hmm. Why don't they make a fucking Twinkie sized pound cake? Oh, they, or, they've got to have a, it. A, I'm sorry, a, a pound sized Twinkie. They, where, they've got to have imagine, it. Imagine, no, I've never seen it. And I would, dude, if I worked for Hostess, I would be coming up with shit like this. Well, that's like when I walk into, giant I walk into places and, you know, I'm a Reese's uh, uh, peanut butter cup. There you go. Too. Yeah, those are awesome. There you go, Joe. Twinkie bun cake. Oh my god! Can you imagine knocking that out loaded? I, I would fucking destroy with a that. glass of half and half. Oh yeah, I would destroy it. I Did would. you ever drink half and half? I would just drink I, half, half and half. Half and half made me sick. Or no? Well, I, I think it tastes like butter, oh, right? I like I. Oh my god, drinking. <laughs> I, that that was me. I was like, yeah. I'm drinking half and half. I like would milk. sometimes have Holy cereal shit. with fucking mocha mix. Remember mocha that, mix? That's not. That, that's actually. I don't think that that's bad. That's coffee creamer. You it's the much, same shit. You know what sugar and fucking fat is in mocha mix? Okay, here's my defense. We've on all the, tried it. Wait a minute. Here's my a defense whole bowl on of the, it though. <laughs> fucking here's my defense on the drinking half and half thing. If you turn the carton around, it is pretty scary because they're like, here's how much saturated fat and everything. Yeah. But, and there's no uh, missing children on it. Wait a minute though. <laughs> how many people eat ice cream and don't eat a lot of ice cream? It, I, I that's know, way worse than drinking a glass ice of cream half and sugar half. on top. Of I know sugar. people that used to mix half and half with ice cream. Yeah. yeah I, ice I always cream, poured milk on my ice, ice cream, cream is the bomb of all bombs. It is just like you are just saturating yourself. Yeah, I can only eat so much of that shit. You see it all the time, man. I'm not a big fan, honestly. I've never, I can't, like sweets once in a while, like I just had some Reese's. So Reese's has these new peanut butter cups and they're peanut butter with peanut butter Mm. in like a chocolate base, right? So it's called like peanut butter, peanut butter. I can't remember. I'll look it up. There's like part of me that wishes that if I like, if I got cancer, I would just eat fuck whatever it. you want. Yeah, I would yeah. start eating steak right. and fucking right. and hostess. <laughs> like if I got cancer, I'd just get like, like a if, wheelbarrow yeah, full if of I meth. Like stage four <laughs> inoperable. So here, here like, it is right fuck here. It. Right. The peanut butter lovers peanut butter cup. So you can see it's peanut butter on top with a chocolate bottom, you know? Yeah. But inside it's got peanut butter. And you know what? It's fucking tasty. Oh, I bet tasty. it is. It looks like a tasty So I got to try this now, too. Yeah. So my stepdaughter loves to freeze everything. Mm-hmm. Like what you were talking yeah. about. So if, like if she has a candy bar, anything, it goes in the freezer. Yeah. And she just likes that. There Maybe it's a junkie thing. I'm a sugar junkie. So she's... A, no. Uh, well, no, it's, uh, more, it's a normal thing because uh-huh. it tastes better. Yeah, well, yeah, because you, when you, oh, it it, it when, snaps when you because it has to take time. Well, what's so it has funny? To take, it has to take. Did a you longer, fart? I did. It That's what to, I thought. It has to take a longer amount of time to melt in your mouth. <laughs> so it's like you, you get to savor it more. Here's the genius too about the Reese's products. If you're a Reese's peanut butter cup junkie like I am, mm-hmm. then you know. So you know you get the bag and they're little, they're small. I was gonna tell, say that, yeah. And you unwrap them. The consistency of peanut butter to chocolate in that it's gonna be completely different way to the chocolate. regular cups. Way to more the chocolate. Big, yeah, like so you're it gonna. It feels like there's way more peanut butter to me. And not in the little ones. In the little ones, there's way more chocolate. But the regular the, the regular ones, yeah, there's more peanut butter. If if you eat this shit enough, like I have, 
like okay so i'll be honest with you i got years and years and years into like fucking piles of rappers dude reese should send me something like a thank you note you know what i mean like thank you for spending seventy five hundred dollars on our product reese should and send probably me a new take- fucking replacement <laughs> pancreas that's what they should fucking send me and taking years off of your life but each one of these Look things what done to me. take a standard peanut butter cup though if you get it in the little ones that come in the bag yeah right? you know I, what I'm i smell talking about? sponsor <laughs> those are my favorite ones are the little ones or if you get it in the cup size, or now they get the big ones, you're going to taste something that's a little bit different well, in every single product because of the ratio of chocolate to. I want to know if what's the difference in what they ship in the United States compared to what they ship outside of the United States. I'll tell like you if what. They change the ingredients. No, I'll tell you well, what. I've read about it, and other countries will not take the bullshit that we eat here. Oh yeah, like the the like the red dye number forty and shit. So like these the products right are here, different. Reese's Pieces peanut butter cups. These have the worst consistency of the peanut butter cups mm-hmm. because the peanut butter inside them different. is grainy. Yeah. It's not, it's, yeah, it's uh, different is not if even. If it's grainy, that means it's got a lot more sugar in it. Like yeah, a, yeah. 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 Granule. Just so support the Reese's Pieces. It's a so, gimmick. It's, so it's essentially just a marketing you're gimmick. Reese's Pieces with peanut butter inside them, right. inside a peanut butter, inside a cup. It's like Taco Bell where they sell you, they're still selling you the same shit. They're just. Right. Changing the packaging, there's ten the presentation ingredients. Except they, for the Cholito, they, they got they, they got ten anymore. different things. What form do you want it in? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And Super Saiyan. Yeah. <laughs> do you want this inside of that this time instead? I, I want a turducken Reese's Pieces <laughs> peanut butter cup. Ducks bucks. I got a question for you guys. What? Because we were talking about this outside. What? How well do you guys like Seth Rogen? Let's talk about that. That's an interesting subject. You want to go first? No, you go. I like him a lot because he seems to know how long to stay in the public spotlight and then when to step back a little for a while. He knows when he's worn out his welcome, I think. It, that's what I've noticed about him. And now he's delved more into doing executive producer type stuff with mm-hmm. um, with Preacher and with the new uh, cartoon Invincible on Amazon, which is fucking amazing, by the way. I don't know if you've seen it, but I know you would if love you it. Go into a, if you go into a whole thing not, about it, I'm, I'm going to... I'm not... I'm going to fucking delete it. No, it's okay <laughs> because I got some backstory on it too. So and, tell me what you think about him. Uh, um, I think that the guy, look, he's... Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go into that, because there's a specific question for this. And I didn't mean to cut off the, the talk about Reese's and whatever, but this has been burning in my brain. Do since it. We had I'm getting hungry it. talking about fucking Reese's. So I'm glad we're moving on. Have you read the recent news about him? I, I read, okay. Oh. I what? I saw headlines about the James Franco and... Yeah, okay. that thing. But I didn't yeah. read it because I'm He tired. said, I'm not going to work with Franco anymore. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I, Is that where I, you're going with this, Mike? Yeah. Or, yeah. So I don't, I didn't read the, the, I just saw the headline, so I don't know how true it is or what. He's not working with James Franco anymore. He's distanced himself from his friend, James Franco. That's, that's the story. They've been friends since Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. He's distanced himself. Now, how do you feel about that? Well, I'll tell you how I feel. He said why, and it, and, and he said because of the choices that Franco made, which I guess, and so I guess we're all going out on on a limb now somewhere and saying, okay, so I guess Franco actually did these things, right? Well, we he's been accused her? so many times of sexual assault okay. that it's hard to deal with right now, if it's true or not. Right. So Seth Rogen then says, I can't, he says, I, I don't, how does he say it? He says, I, I guess at this point, 
I will not be working with him again. And I have completely reevaluated the way I feel in my relationship with James. Uh, is it DeFranco or Franco? It's James Franco. Franco. Now, interesting thing about this for me is I just actually, I don't know if I talked to you guys about this. I watched the roast of Franco mm-hmm. and Seth Rogen hosted it. And I don't know how far back this is. A couple of years. And they, everybody there acted like they adored this guy. And I'm talking about Franco, including yeah. Seth was like, hey, man, you're like, of course, they're roasting each other. It's uh, fun. Eight years ago. Okay. So it's been a long time. But I bet there were jokes about him and the ladies, right? Oh, yes. yes. Well, there was jokes about him. There was jokes about Franco being a... Jeff Ross is Liking men. All kinds of jokes, you know? Jeff Ross was dating a 16-year-old. So there you go. That was in the roast? Mm Mm-hmm. So this is something... So I've talked about this before. I'll sit on the toilet and I'll look at some things. And I'm like, this... Like, I'm tired of looking at Manson shit. I pretty much get it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Marilyn or, or... Or whatever pops up, whatever clickbait, or I'll look at smart Charlie. news. I mean, you already see what the package is, and you're surprised when he does what his package is kind of promoting. Right. But, I mean, that's easy. So, with, But somebody <laughs> like Seth Rogen, though, and I'll tell you why I actually respect him. Number one, I am entertained by him. It has always been fun. Yeah. And number two, I've seen him in some things where he's not sitting and writing a movie or being in a movie. I've seen him some in some things like... Like he guest starred on uh, the Chef Show mm-hmm. with John. I always Favreau. Fuck, I always fuck that guy's name up. Who I really, for some reason, feel like I can trust and respect John. Okay. Yeah, he's grown on me big time. Yeah, over the years. like I really dig the fuck out of that. Because when I saw him in Swingers, I just saw him as the, playing this the same stereotypical scared Jew character. No, no, no. Like this and is then, the type of guy where I'd be like, I'd like to have a couple beers and hang out with. Oh you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially yeah, after seeing Chef and then seeing what he's done with Iron Man and now with Mandalorian. Lorian and Star Wars and yeah, it's amazing. Like, so exactly, he's big time. You brought up a, a cue point for me. So mm-hmm. after Chef, he mm-hmm. did the Chef show on did Netflix. Do, I did not know he did a Chef show. Oh, yeah, dude, it's got Bill Burr in it and everything. Oh, you're Fuck. missing out, dude. Yeah, I, really I, I, I did a review for the movie for the movie Chef. Joseph, you're missing out. Okay. His I, first guest star was Seth Rogen. I generally dislike those shows, yeah. but there's two shows that I will absolutely stand by, which is uh, the the Great English Bake Off. I think. Okay. And and um, Chef or the Chef Show with Favreau, and mm-hmm. I I generally just dislike cooking shows, these reality shows right. or whatever. But these two shows, they're not they don't they don't work on drama. They don't yeah. work on the normal reality situations. It's like if we if it, what it's like is like if we were really good at cooking or wanted to talk about or do cooking yeah. and then they just do that and they just act like themselves. Well yeah, no, I when I watched the movie Chef and then I saw like behind the scenes and stuff and yeah. it showed that he learned to appreciate cooking and then it became, he became a cook because of working on that film. Right. That I appreciated it. It's like when I people that restore cars and stuff like that. That's what this is. The Great British Bake Off is the other one. So I'm going to highly recommend that show to you because it's not like all this fucking bullshit like Hell's Kitchen and it's all like you're stressed out and you know what I mean? I'm like, fuck that shit. So that's the first place I saw him actually kind of be himself, you know? And if I like somebody, I might go out of my way a little bit to see them in an interview or something. But I don't feel like it comes across because you're like, I'm in an interview, so you don't know if you're getting anything. I will say this. Um, the um, Gordon Ramsay, when he's doing things for other countries, mm-hmm. fucking way better. Because he's not doing that that over-dramatized shock shit right. that they do over here. There's a, he has a show on Disney, or National Geographic, which is on the Disney Plus thing. 
and he goes to other countries and he tries to prepare dishes that are done in those countries. And mm-hmm. it's really cool. I mean, look, I know it's all staged and all that shit, but it doesn't feel forced. Right. Like it, it does over with the shows he does over here. And so it's a good show to watch. I'll so here's you. a list of all the people that are on the show. And well, it's fantastic. Burr, Downey, so, Feig. While you're Plum, looking at that, Feige, I'll, I'll uh, give you Plum, a quick... Holland. A lot of people from... Paltrow. The Rodriguez one's Rob, good. Rob Rod, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Seth Rogen, the Russo brothers, okay. I could I could actually Wolf like... Wolfgang Puck, Sam Raimi, okay. The Wolf came. That was good. I could almost take you through those like dish by dish. Yeah, they're really, really Are they good. doing more or is that was, is this I, one I, shot? I, I, don't I know. like it so much. Do you ever go over to like some fucking thing like Netflix and go like, I God, I hope okay. there's more. Yeah, it looks like they're still doing it, so... Do you do you ever wish there was another? Because they'll come out right, and I'll binge watch like all six of them in one weekend. Because they're only like thirty minutes each. Yeah, it happens. I I mean I, I this, so I just binge watched a, a show called Banshee that was on uh, Cinemax. Going back to the the this Seth thing, another good one. Then he's on this other cooking show, and he and and this one he uh, is in Canada because he's Canadian. Hey. And he's taking people around. Not people. He's just in the show. And he's very honest. He's like, I like to smoke. They like actually smoke pot in the show and all this stuff. Oh, my God. And he's like, I grew oh up no. here and this and that. So I was like, I feel like I can trust this guy. And uh, and now he's saying, he, basically he's saying, I don't feel like I can trust DeFranco anymore. Did he say those words? Like, I No. Don't... That, but that's kind of like, it's like if like I was driving over here and I raped somebody and then like everybody found out about it. And then you're like, well... Or maybe nobody knows, just you know. You're like, well, Clay was coming over here and he raped a bunch of people. And there's people are saying he may have been driving over here and raped a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And and uh, so I have to reevaluate <laughs> this podcast. And <laughs> yeah. We're going to maybe, have to, maybe, gonna have to distance ourselves from Clay. Maybe Clay shouldn't be on the podcast anymore. Well, and well, beyond that, maybe you, I'm not going out of my way to talk to him anymore. Let's welcome Ray Rummings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. Seth Rogen is doing a lot of shit now, and he's connected with uh, different networks and, and production companies. So I'm pretty sure he's got publicists and agents up his ass about who he associates with. Well, okay. So, so on that note, mm-hmm. do you know who Charlene Yee is? No. Okay. I do. Who is she? So she would have. So I didn't click on any of that, but she would have to been like the weird girl in like. Now wait for it. Oh, her. Oh, stop. No, who is it? No, Charlene. she was in like uh, the forty-year-old. Uh, this is forty. She was. She was. She was the one that was. And high she was in with Martin uh, character. probably uh, knocked up. A small part knocked up. Yeah, yeah she was in knocked up. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So I don't know anything about this part. Michael, take us right. somewhere. So now I'm going to bring this up because I want your guys' opinion on this. I already know what my opinion is, obviously. You probably do, too. Charlene Yee took to Instagram in the aftermath of Seth Rogen publicly distancing himself from James Franco to urge... Not me. I, what do you want me to do? No, no, no. That's fine. Leave my phone in I, the fucking car? No, no, no. I was I was waiting for it to oh, go off so okay. that I could... <laughs> I could edit that part it's out. Way That's the why. fuck over there. Yeah. So it's it's not. I don't. I don't worry about it. if yours too. I've, I just had, if I know it's going to go off or if I hear it start buzzing, I'm just going to stop. Just say hey, I had a thought bubble. There you go. I, you know, just gonna. I can't. <laughs> I that. farted. How dare so, you, Joe? A fart bubble. So uh, she urged Rogan to apologize to the women who accused Franco of sexual misconduct. He does not have plans to work. Rogan doesn't have plans to work with Franco again. He was accused in 2018 of forcing several of his acting students into sexual situations and misconduct. 
Rogan originally sided with Franco saying that he would continue to work with him. Well, that's not really what he said, but it's close enough for government work. Yee said Rogan's decision to originally side with Franco was harmful to the women who accused Franco of sexual misconduct. Yee wrote that Rogan's actions could have caused denial, loss of reality, loss of intuition to protect itself from future abusers, lifelong health issues, and or attempt and suicide for the women. First and foremost, there's a lot of problems with just what she wrote and the way she wrote it. Um, but what is your... Oh, hold on. What else do you say? Apologize to survivors for she making their lives... provided a checklist for Rogan. Yeah. F- even more vulnerable by publicly siding with an abuser, further damaging their careers and safety. Commit to educating self about coercion, sexual assault, and how to be a protective ally, promoting, protecting, and hiring survivors. But Rogan never said the people that accused Franco... He never said that those people were pieces of shit. He never said that those people were lying. He just said... I'm going to continue to work with Franco because the allegations are allegations at this time. Where did she say it at? Who? Ye. I just wrote it, read it. But you read it off of some she random it, she site. She said it in 2018. She's, she said it. Not, well, it's oh, not no, a random. I'm sorry. It's, this she's, is IndieWire. Can I ask? I, this, this is my is, question for you. Unless she has an Instagram account or something that, she, that you know for sure is her own <laughs> thing, then who is saying that she said this? She did. She's doing that retro calling out thing that they She that's is popular saying now. this, but now it's on some other website? It's on IndieWire. It's published May 9th. And that's who she said it to is IndieWire? Well, she didn't say it to IndieWire. She wrote this stuff on her Instagram. And then it's been just basically duplicated over to IndieWire. Right, and they're, and, they're, and they're writing a news story. So I can it. trust that they have picked up this dialogue from her and it's real. You can, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's on multiple sites. Yeah, it's it's. That's not, all I'm saying is anybody could. I could say. That, no, no, that's a good question. Yeah, you I know. could say that, like that's you know, are. Oompa Loompas, and they lit my car on fire. Yeah, yeah, but until you have actual physical right, evidence, right. who the fuck knows? My who really problem did it. is, is that women started to, and especially in media, women started to feel way more empowered once the Me Too movement was at full strength, which was in around the Harvey Weinstein thing of 2017. So that was a perfect time to start speaking up about shit um, if you were too scared beforehand. Right. Okay, she's waiting till now to start calling people out. Get the fuck out of here. Go fuck yourself. Sorry you're not getting enough movie roles. Bye-bye. Now, Mike, what are you ultimately asking here? What is your question? So my, my, my question is, it's pretty much, what is your opinion on someone that comes out after three years and tells somebody else, hey, not only are you responsible for the actions of another person, but you must apologize for those actions of that other person because you said that until basically, and I can find the quote, but basically what he said was until all the evidence is in, and I'm paraphrasing, then I'm not going to do anything. And then what's wrong she's, with that? And she's Why, make, what's wrong with that? Because this is Hollywood and it's political crowd. She's making a fucking checklist. Like, who the fuck is yeah. she to make a checklist? Say, this is what you need to do. This is step right. one, step two. Fuck you. It, it, that bugs the shit so out this, of me. So this is what happens in real, in, oh, I said real life. Are these guys not living in real life? No. I always wonder that. Uh, I don't know what. So first of all, and this is just my gut reaction. She does one of the voices on We Bear Bears. So so now that she said that. Cartoon Network. So since I like Seth, and now that she said that, I'm like, fuck you. Now I hate her. 
And I don't know if I liked her that much to begin and, with. And look, I, I try not to just use my own personal bias of being a fan of someone. Yeah. I try to be pragmatic about right. things. So it's not because I like Seth Rogen right. that she said this. I'm just trying to take it in general that she's calling him out for something three years ago. And it, it, it just seems like a weird time for her to just jump on this weird yeah. train. She, she's doing it because she is part of Cartoon Network and their whole thing is this whole bullying, mm-hmm. but she's essentially bullying. Yeah. Can, can I just be honest well, with you how about how it makes into. me feel? It's... I have to put this in the context of like if I was hanging around someone like this in real life. Mm-hmm. And so like there's this yeah. raggy girl hanging around and like she's got a little bit of clout for some reason. And she's like itchy and scratchy and she's always saying something irritable. And then all of a sudden this comes out. No, and it comes out. (laughs) Now it comes out and it has to do with something that I'm not necessarily sure about. But like, this is my boy. And I'd be like, fuck you, you itchy little cunt. Rot in hell. So -hmm. that's where I'm at with it for her. So, so fuck you, bitch. So like like a nobody speaking against a somebody. Is that what you're no, saying? No, I'm talking about like in a group situation and somebody always rubs. You're not sure about them. They rub you a little bit wrong uh-huh. and they're always a little bit itchy and you're always trying to go like, well, why don't I like this person? And then all of a sudden like something like some major shit goes down, some gangster shit. And then all of a sudden this bitch has got a big fucking mouth and she wants to run it off all in front of everybody and stand up on the fucking podium. And then I'm like, and, that, and then I'm like, fuck you, cunt. That's where I'm at with it. Like, I, real clay comes out. I'm like, suck my fucking dick, you fucking irritable little cunt. Rotten hell, bitch, die. She's She feels like... Okay, so she's she plays on Steven Universe. Uh, she does voices on We Bear Bears and Summer Camp Island. And because Cartoon Network is quote-unquote woke, and some of these series... Like, Steven Universe is an amazing cartoon, but it's woke. It, again, What's woke. Woke, woke What's is... Woke? <sighs> Everybody except the left is right is wrong. Oh, okay. It's those. So I'm not for that either. So, so all, no. everybody. That's... So if you don't like what G- Gina Carano wrote in her tweets, yeah, you're woke because they're because she can't have her own opinion. No, Donald no. Trump can't have his opinion. I Nobody on irritated. it's it's an no. extremism of righteousness. Yeah, it's it, uh, so that pays. Like right they back. think that because they're so on the side of being for everybody that only their viewpoints are more important because they think that they're doing the betterment of mankind. All right. Or of, of it's, it's alert. It's an alert to injustice in society. So that 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 pays right back into. Then all of a sudden, I'm irritated. I put this fucking bitch on blast, and now I'm a, a misogynist pig, fucking male woman hating. Yeah, racist. It's, it's the ro- right I like to wing. use Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. Okay, Rosie O'Donnell. If you don't see things the way Rosie O'Donnell sees them, you aren't a human being. You're but, worthless. Right. Your voice doesn't matter. You need to go away. You mean Uncle Buck? Yeah, if, if you are a 45-year-old or 40 to 49-year-old male that's white, you right, don't yeah. exist. Yeah, like, because Brie, like Brie Larson has said. We're be, be, they're trying to breed us out. Yeah, because you have the wrong ideals. The way you grew up is wrong. You drink, you smoke, you you look white. Right. You talk white, you know, and you're racist and you're misogynistic because you think that all women are, are less than you. Right. Like, like you can say we're a dying breed, but we're not. Die it's, male generation it, Xers. It, it, where it's actually the exact opposite, where we yeah. respect we we respect females just as, as equals. We respect everybody as equals and and we just don't put up with shit. Right. Xers are Xers are crossing over into boomers. We just, you know, 
Yeah. Have cell phones. Yeah, exactly. And and that's that's what it comes down to is that she is doing the same thing because she is of a, I believe she's of a younger oh, generation. Oh, I just probably offended she's the 35. fuck out of the, the yeah, boomers. So, so she's younger than Rogan, I believe. And is he, isn't he like Rogan's, I think, in his age? 40s now. Yeah. And, and don't forget boomers. The X, the, uh, don't forget Xers. The boomers will still slap Rogan's your shit Rogan's like around. in his late 30s, early 40s, I think by now. Because uh, Freaks and Geeks was 2000? He's, he's probably 39. 42. He's 39. 39. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, he's he's of that he's of that age now where he's that the the 40-year-old uh, white guy. Yeah. yeah, but he's Jewish, so he can get away with more shit. Mm-hmm. In Hollywood, he's Jewish. I mean, I, you no, know he can't what? because You're... he's not. Because obviously he's not because of her. Well, just because of her? Who gives, you know, this is going to fucking But Harvey Weinstein's quickly. Jewish, too. I don't think he falls into So the, is his brother. Yeah, but Harvey Weinstein was also used so that other people could get away with what they've done, and they all just threw it on him. I he, like, he's scapegoated, just like Jeffrey Epstein. A lot I, of people scapegoated Jeffrey Epstein like he was the only one doing the bad shit, but there's so many people with him doing it. Right, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I genuinely uh, like Seth Rogen, yeah, well, I, to answer I, your question. I like Seth Rogen, too. I mean, like the dude had the balls to make a movie called Sausage Party. <laughs> it's an animated fucking dick. It's one gigantic two-hour dick joke. When right. It ends in an orgy. That was the other thing about the second thing he did, which was also a food show, is he didn't hesitate to let people into his studio. Like if someone came in here, he's like, here's the desk that uh, him and who's the other Jew? Goldblum or fucking Goldberg. Goldberg. Evan, yeah. It's like we sit here and we get stoned. We write. He's not trying to be full of shit with anyone. Yeah, he doesn't try to fucking pull one over. I, I don't think he's doing This goes back to another thing we talked about. I don't think he's acting that hard in his movies. I think he's like, he's eh, not. yeah, we talked about that already. I'm like, this guy ain't going to get a fucking Oscar. And he's not trying to. This guy no. ain't going to grow into like a Jonah Hill kind of a deal or anything like that. You know? No, and that's perfectly yeah. fine. And he's fine with it. Yeah. And he's making money he, and he's happy. And, you know, when they took him back into, uh, when he went back to Canada and took people around on this other show, which I can't remember, which is also a cooking show, and said, I like to eat here and all this stuff. And he's like, you know, he said, Canadians are really low key. And he was like, Americans are loud and in your face and all this stuff and mm-hmm. he's like and I totally get it <laughs> I think it depends on where you're at if you didn't know he was Canadian you would assume he's from Pasadena or something like that no you're right yeah. from what I understand if you get away from like California and and other big states that have big cities in them with a lot of people with a lot of loud big mouths you go to like regular rural towns where they're not you know burning crosses in yards just regular people they're just normal, laid back, and yeah. respectful. It's not like what you think. What? What's up? What are you, what are you... I'm trying to think. Oh. You Californians are making your life really you know, complex. It, it's, it's just that there's just certain areas of 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 the, the the people that it's a smaller amount of people that are speaking louder than everybody else. Right. So yeah. it seems like there's more people saying this shit. I had to go to Redmond, Washington, for a month one year, and it was. The most beautiful time of year I'd ever been going to Washington. It's during the summer. Mm-hmm. You can see Rainier. And um, and it's just on the outskirts of Redmond that we were at. And we were doing an installation for these machines. And you're you're right. Yeah. Same with when I was in Nebraska. Even Chicago. Mm-hmm. These people are just... they. They don't fucking care about this. Yeah. What we're talking was about. Was it a culture shock? No. To, no? No, it was, because... It was a pleasant surprise. No. What no, was it? It was... It How was, did it feel for you? It was nice. Yeah. yeah it pleasant. was nice because, I mean, you know, living living where we live, 
we're like that. It's just nonchalant. We don't have to be fucking in everybody's faces and this and that. Yeah, you know, like if they could walk away and they annoy you, you say something behind their back yeah. or whatever. But what you you know, what's done is done. For the everybody's just fucking nice and relaxed and laid back and and having a good time. When you're in the major hubs of the cities, like Los Angeles or New York, you know, New York City or Boston San or something Francisco. like that. Yeah, it's these people are so wound tight because of traffic or their jobs or whatever. They're just going to they fucking yell at you and snap. One of the nicest places I ever went, uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin. I was up in Green Bay during the worst fucking winter I could ever imagine. It was 40 degrees below zero. That's with the wind chill factor. And the wind was blowing at like 30 miles an hour. And, you know, and I, I got out of the car and went to go open because, you know, the first thing that they tell you is, well, it's really cold out here, so wear gloves. Because if you touch metal, your skin is going to your fucking stay on the fucking stick, metal. Stick, stick. So, yeah. <laughs> so I opened the door to to this warehouse place that we were installing machines in, and the door got away from me at 30 miles an hour wind, right? Boom. And slammed against the, because it's all sheet metal siding, right? And it just reverberated throughout the entire warehouse. It was like a record scratch, right? <laughs> and everybody stopped. Even the guy on the forklift stopped. And turned and looked. <laughs> and we were just made these two idiot Californians are just making this big entrance like who the fuck we are. You know, just just like kicking in the door. <laughs> Even in Northern Fucking California. California. Why, why the fuck is the door swing open inward? Doesn't it seem like even in Northern California, everybody's in a fucking hurry now? Well, yeah, because we've mm. we've allowed ourselves to get caught up in the bullshit. We're racing. I, Everything is a race. I don't. We, we as a society. You're luck, then you're lucky. Yeah, I, I stopped. Well, yeah, we see. In the, the, that's me. I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm stepping away from all that shit. I don't care anymore about the hustle and bustle. Of, I got a race of what what society says well, but I'm your, supposed to do. Your job is so different. I mean, you're you do what you do. Yeah. And what you do requires you to get the job done on time or less time under budget and perfect. Right. right. There can't be any fucking mistakes in your line of work. My line of work, I have to make sure that nobody runs into the goddamn gas pumps. Right. That's hmm. it. I drive by there all the time and you're like out there and you're like smoking. Well, no, you're sometimes you're out there and you're just like talking to somebody or sometimes you're out there and you look frustrated. But like I see you more than you know that. that I, 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 I am so aware of all the minis that drive by. Yeah. So anyone that stops into my into my gas station. But I don't, I'm not stopping. I'm going by it like 100 miles yeah. an hour. You know? But well, you drive on the freeway. But any, every time if you see me standing out there, I'm doing one of three things. I'm talking to somebody. Yeah. I'm having a cigarette. Right. Or I'm going outside to help somebody that has put the gas pump into their tank. Right. And started pumping before they paid. Right. You know, this is the thing about me is like, I would stop by and hang out with Mike, but he'd be like, you're so fucking obnoxious. Plus no, I got to go back to work. But I would be like, I would be like the, like there was this liquor store I used to go to in Grass Valley called Long's Bottle Shop. Mm -hmm. And the guy that worked there, David, I loved him. And his buddy would come over and just be like, lean over the, like, not the counter, but like the little, like, where you walk in and he'd be like, blah, 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 blah. and Dave would be like, shut the fuck up. You're not a weirdo creeper. <laughs> we have, dude, we have a guy that comes into our store. And now um, I have one, two, three. I've got three females that work in my store. One of them is like in her 60s. I've got another one who's married, and I've got one that just turned 21. And this guy. This guy does this all the time. He'll stop in at either one of the stores anytime a female is working, and we'll just go, hey, how you doing? 
And he's been doing this for years. So he came into my store one day, and the the, uh, the female that was working there at the time, she, he turns and looks at her and goes, "Oh, you're good." And he, and he, was, <laughs> and he was doing it. He was he was just like, "Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> And I think uh, I think uh, that we need to start making characters like this for hey a there. show. Hey there, sucks. Like up. like I have to be like literal Mike and Joe can be studio head Joe. <laughs> hey, and hey, then hey, 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 you wanna do it? Yeah, but that's what he was doing. He was uh, basically uh, he was doing <laughs> fucking butthead. And he was just like <laughs> Yeah, uh, do it, do it. Come on. Uh, there was this part of do the Do you sh- like um do you like can I touch your boobs? <laughs> there, there was this part of the last podcast. <laughs> and I just look at her and roll my eyes. There's this part of the last podcast that they're like, Oh, you got There's a nice so can. much shit I crack up at, but one of the things was uh I guess we were talking about like anal sex or something, and Heather was like, Yeah, I got shitty, and and then all of a sudden Joe's all no prep. And but it's uh, later I realized it. I'm like is that the guy from fucking uh, what's the Minions movie? D- Despicable Me. I'm also, is that the Despicable Me voice? And I just fucking laughed so hard. Was Girls? it? Girls? <laughs> Girls? No prep. No prep. <laughs> no prep. You you guys have no idea. So when it, when these things first came out and I was involved, like I got through like halfway one of them or whatever, and I was like, fuck it. And then like the second one, I like listened all the way through. I am listening to these things like five times in a row now when they come out. And I'm like Dalton or whoever. Yeah. And I've said this before. And he's like, can you put the new podcast on? And I'm like, you can find it anywhere you want. He's like, but did the, did the new one come out? And he's like 19. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, can we listen to that? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, it's super <laughs> early, awesome. right? So I'm just trying not to crash into anything. It's like six in the morning and I look over and he's fucking, he's like one of those silent laughers. I look over, he's fucking laughing. Like, his, like Muttley? Like, yeah, he's <laughs> laughing his fucking ass yeah, off. fucking coffee laugh. And then, yeah. so I was like, because I didn't want to push it on anybody first. So then at the end of the day, he's like, hey, um, do you know where we left off on that podcast and i'm like no he's like well we left off at 37 point <laughs> so can we put that back on i'm like i i fucking guess so <laughs> i I've, I've been completely reinvigorated like when joe and i were doing this up until the pandemic started last year yeah. and then we just both basically petered out we were just like fuck this goddamn movie shit let's just yeah. talk right and like it's all like I, i've ad nauseum i've always said this and and then we started, and then Joe did his thing, and then you did your thing, and then all of a sudden Joe's like, "I want to do that." Yeah, <laughs> and and I was just like, "Okay, but if, if you don't want to do this, but you want to do it, so now now I'm in. I got the power back, right? And if I I dictated. I went, if you're gonna do this, then dictated. you have to de- then you have to dedicate yourself to two shows a week, and we'll do we'll, we'll do them both on whatever day is more convenient, you back know. To back. And he's like, hmm. uh, I can do that. And I'm just like, okay, because essentially I was just going to say, like, if Joe didn't want to do this, fuck it. I'm done. Fuck it. Because this this can't exist without both of us. And now that we have you. And Heather. Th- this show went from, uh, I don't want to You know what, it. though? I think uh, maybe all that stuff needed to happen beforehand before we got to this point anyway. Yeah, it, it just, it, and it's nothing against you or in a lot against me. Mm-hmm. It just came to the point where I don't fucking want to. I don't want to sit here and read yeah. and have you just go, uh-huh, okay. 
uh-huh. <laughs> oh, uh, there's another piece of shit. And, yeah, dun, and, dun, dun, and dun, just dun, just dun, be dun, a dun, fucking dun, yes dun, dun, man, dun. or me saying no, but yes, no, but yes, and it just this shit gets old because I mean Joe contributes quite a bit, and if you if you go back like through the older shit, like ninety percent of it is me editing my shit out and just putting Joe's reviews up there, or us talking about like TV. Uh, um, uh, uh, the, the fan films or this show sucks and this stems what we're doing right now stems from a thing that we started doing called this show sucks and what's really funny about that is we started watching this so i have like uh, the library of all the robocop tv shows right why because <laughs> <laughs> because they're awful wow. and i wanted to share the awfulness with joe please do because i i i was watching it i I can't remember what I was watching. I think it was Showtime free sh- or free Showtime weekend or IFC had them on or something. And there was a scene that I could not describe to Joe because it was so awful <laughs> that you had no words. I, I could, I literally just couldn't say, I was like, I can't describe the scene to you because it is so badly done. You have to watch this with me. So that stemmed from this show sucks. I was like, so what we're going to do is we're going to do a commentary and we're going to talk about the show while it's going on. So Joe comes in. He's like, okay, let's watch this shit. He's like, I didn't really, I didn't watch it, but we're going to watch it and talk about it. So we're watching it and Joe's sitting there and he's watching it and he's, he's just quiet. (laughs) And I'm trying, I'm talking. I'm like, and this is where this happens and this and that. And I looked up and I went, Joe, what the fuck is going on? And he's like, I can't talk and watch at the same time. (laughs) And I went, yeah, this is magical. This is going to be fucking magical. So, like, the next show came in, and Joe sat down. We were playing it, and Joe just comes off. Like, he just starts talking. Like, he's not paying attention to what's going on. He's just talking about whatever of the day and this and that. We're having this conversation, and I turned. I just looked at him, and I went, you're supposed to be talking about the goddamn show. And he goes, yeah, no, fuck that. So (laughs) he just went on to do whatever. And then, and then he, and then we started doing Superstore, which was on NBC. So we did season one of Superstore, and Joe was watching it. So he was like, "I'm going to go watch like the first five episodes, so I know what's going on. I could talk about it." And then we, again, we sat down, we started talking about the show. Like this is where this is the opening, and blah blah blah. And and Joe just got, goes off on a fucking tangent. Yeah, because when I'm forced to to do a commentary on something that I'm not interested in, it's horrible. It's fucking like. It's like uh, what is it? Watching grass grow yeah, or whatever. But it was it was uh, bread bread rise. It was fucking brilliant because I was I'm when I get focused on whatever I'm doing, like I it has to be that way, and I know it doesn't. Really? I, oh yeah. I, I know I know it doesn't have to be that way, but it has to be that way because that's the way my brain. Because like right now, this is a free for all. I don't give a shit about what goes on, but. If there is a specific topic that we're talking about, we'd all be dead. We have to finish the topic so that we can move on. Right. So Joe's Joe is just on his tangent <laughs> on like the first episode, and I'm trying to get him back into talking about the show. So I have to start. I have to say something about well, this is what and this is what and blah blah blah. And this yeah, really yeah, wouldn't happen. Sure, it's ugly. Okay, now I was at the store the other day. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm just <laughs> like, talk about the fucking show, and and then. Two, three, four, five, and however many episodes there were, like eight or 16. And there was like fucking 17 that got lost in the mix and we had to re-record them fucking. Oh, God. But that that was season two. So, So we stopped doing it. Right. And then we got an email that said, hey. Mr. Banana. Yeah, Mr. Banana. (laughs) Sent us an email and said, hey, um, 
Can you guys go back and do the This Show Sucks thing with Superstore? Because that was fucking hilarious. Who's Mr. Banana? Just some dude. Oh. Some dude. That was his. So if you give so me did. any kind of parameters in a situation like this, I will just shut down. Really. I mean, even like, honestly, if you send me something, you're like, the topic is, I'm like, oh, 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 fuck. Oh, ah, shit. Especially if I'm at work, because I'm just trying not to kill myself right. or somebody else. But I'm like, I just I, I think know that I'm not going to look at I, any I, of I, this. A, a topic is fine, but I think the most important thing we have to remember during the show is if we're going to read something, it needs to be quick and to the point. Yep. It cannot be long and meandering. Well, just like we were doing like tonight. Like with the Charlene Yee thing, it. I asked you guys a question, yeah, and then you know we talked about a couple of the points. Yeah, because remember when we tried to do the first episode oh, of the God. Conspiracy Theory podcast, and you were reading from Wikipedia, and it just didn't fucking. I, got, I couldn't take bored. it. I'm I just, bored. I fucking turned it off. I was I'm like, fuck this. Bored. It never, it never got released. And I apologize for that, but I was fucking bored. Uh, I, I, I got no, it. that, and you know what? You were absolutely right. So we moved on. And then it was just nonsense. But oh, yeah. but we have to have for these shows to work the way that it's set up yeah. because of our audience. We have to talk about the compelled stuff or the conspiracy stuff. Sure, but you know, get in and get out. Or type quick of thing. news of the day, news of the time. You know, kind of thing. A quick opinion on certain things. You know, yeah. well, everybody's got something to contribute. So I mean, there's always going to be topics to talk about and yeah. whatnot. But when, when like I had specific two specific topics to talk about tonight, which was her Seth Rogen and the other one and. I all I wanted to do was just throw it out there. What do you know about this person? And then go back and talk about okay, this is what happened here. Like we could have done an hour on Wolfen. We literally could have done an hour on right. that fucking yeah. TV show I know it's, it, or it, movie. You guys don't know out there the shit we talk about outside the sliding glass door. Maybe we should have fucking microphones out there. I don't know. We've literally been talking. We could for have a show just dedicated to rape. We've we've literally I been agree. talking for three and a half hours on mic and off mic, right? Including like when I was like he came at like six thirty, mm-hmm. and then he was eating. I came down to eat, and we watched Clone Wars a little bit, and then like, hey, how you doing? Type of thing, and yeah. just kind of you know unwind and unravel and whatever else from the day. And then after that, we went outside and it was just like bam, right into it, chopping it up. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's what we're here to fucking do, man. It's, we, a br- it's a breath of fresh ass. We could fucking do this four hours a day, every single day, if we got paid for it. I, I don't get to do this anywhere else. Even if I did this at work, eventually somebody would be like, "Shut the fuck up." Yeah. <laughs> yes. We don't want you to. And shut then the if fuck I up. and then if I don't God. talk, or they're like, Who, "What are you doing inside your head? What's going on in there?" Yeah. What's a, what? What's she like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and then and the other thing is is. Now we get to crack open your skull, right? You know, or right. my skull, or Joe's skull, and see what's I'm so sorry, and, and see the fucking LSD picture that's going on in there. Tell me about the sheep, Clarice. Yes, exactly. And that's uh, when when I record when I edit the show. Now I actually look forward to it, and because uh, like the last one, like the Bohemian Grove one, yeah. like the first the first thirty minutes is it's okay. It's 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 not it's, it doesn't suck. Yeah. But like after that, it just fucking, it got away from us. And then like, I got like, I got like angry, excited, Mm -hmm. but not like angry at you guys, but angry at the situation that I was fucking talking about. And like, I'm, I'm yelling at Clay and I'm yelling at fucking Heather and, and I'm just being me. (laughs) And, and Clay's like, okay, whatever, fine. And and then, and then later on the podcast, Clay's like, I'm finally getting on Mike's side on this again. (laughs) Isn't that the point of this whole thing? I was starting to make sense and. 
And, so, and I was actually going to bring something up about that last time, but you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. So here's another thing that's... So I thought about this in the car on the way down tonight. We were like, what show's going to be what? And how is how did Clay fit? And where are Mike and Joe at? And then Heather wants to get back into the fold. And I realized in the car tonight, who gives a fuck if it's one, two, three, or four of us? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be called any certain thing. There's a really good there's a really good thing going on in there yeah why try to label it or call it something or i i just say if people show up and it's those people then i mean something is going to occur and it's probably going to be a lot of fun for me everyone else mm-hmm. maybe enter some entertainment basically exactly what this whole thing is supposed to be is we have some people that have grown up together, have like interests, they're getting together and they're sharing about the things that they care about and the things that they're getting to know about. And that's what this show is really about is we've got four friends getting together and shooting the shit. Yeah. Well, I think also me needing to venture out more with my not living enough life, um, I think it's important to this show as well because... I felt like uh, after all these years, I feel like I was just a broken record, just saying the same shit over and over again. Kind of like if you've seen people that now you get to say it all again in a new format. Yeah, right. And it, so, and like like if you've seen people in relationships that have been together for forty years, and they're like, "Oh, come, come, why don't you leave for a little while and come back with something fucking new?" Right. right? Yeah. So you know, I want to go out and venture and live. I want to read some more books. I want to go out and do some shit, so I have more things to talk, more life experience, so that because there's a lot of times where you guys have life experiences that I haven't even gotten to yet for myself because I've been I've been like kind of an introvert for a long time and now I'm trying to be more of an extrovert but you know I, I gotta go do you some shit pick so. the wrong time to do that and conversely <laughs> I'd say you have something that I've never grasped and that's called what? maturity <laughs> Well, it, it, Still struggling with those issues. I mean, well, yeah, but it, it, <laughs> Michael, you, you as well. Yes. <laughs> but I have to be humble about it, and it's it's a forced maturity. No, no, you don't. You so, don't have to be humble about your maturity. Well, that's humble. just my personality. Dude, I mean, you you were you were married with children, and putting your hand in your pants like this. Yeah, and <laughs> your your struggle your struggle with that while you were married, and your struggle with that now, and on top of all the other shit that you're going through, lends itself to experiences that I don't have. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't have kids, technically. I mean, I, there's two of them that live in this house, but they're self-sufficient, really. Yeah. Clay, Clay does his things, and there's things that we're not allowed to talk about, and don't ask. So, what? but Clay's life and everything that he's experienced, I've never experienced. Mm-hmm. And the same with Heather. Yeah, we all have a unique uh, perspective you know, to come. I've, I've flown all over the country, you know, doing machine installs. So I've I've gotten to, to play in other people's backyards. Yeah. And traveled. I've literally driven cross country. And I've been here my know? whole life, except for a couple quick vacations, and then that was it. You know, in the last since two thousand, the year two thousand, I've moved like eighteen times. <laughs> and I, that's that's no joke. And I've moved a lot between too, here and but Southern it was California, all in the same fucking general vicinity. Yeah. Like, Within, Fuck a, within a ten mile <laughs> radius, I've moved like ten times in the last fifteen years. Yeah, it's, it's, it, there's there's no bullshit about that. It's like I've moved a year, uh, once a year for the last, with the exception of the last eight years, it's once a year for since two thousand. That's horrible. Nineteen ninety six. That's not even time to. No, it's because I hate. You I, can't even unpack your video. I was games. never. <laughs> I was never comfortable where I was living because yeah. it wasn't mine. Right. You know. I'm right. about to hit six years where I live, and I still haven't. 
put pictures on the wall, like like of my kids, yeah, for like school pictures and stuff, because I never plan to stay where I'm at. Are you you're, are you staying? No, because his no, kids are assholes. No, because now I'm 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 actually working. <laughs> yeah, I, I know what I, that's like. I, I'm working more now so that I can um I can afford to pay a little extra rent. But right now is not a good time to rent anywhere because of the market Fuck in Sacramento. No, Sacramento, Dude, I can't believe Sacramento awful. is the most sought after market in the country, which 90, makes no fucking sense. Ninety eight percent occupancy rating in Sacramento. Yeah, it's insane. That's so fucking crazy. I'm not gonna overpay for some little fucking nook. Uh, for how much? Like fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, for some junk. So bide I'll, your time. Bide your time. I'll just wait till the fall. You for, talked about it before. You'll be okay. Yeah. For a studio apartment that's actually used to be a garage. The right. cool thing is, see, I got to prove I, you know, for most places, you got to make three times what the rent is. So whatever month or two that I need to, I can work a, a, just a shitload extra for Lyft driving. And then I can, I can, I'll have that proof to show how much I made in that month. And then I don't, then once I'm there, I don't have to make that much Because anymore. you know, you really don't. Yeah. yeah. It's just to show that. It's I just can. an unrealistic expectation of these people. Anyways, I mean, who the fuck do you know right now make, has three times the amount of money in there. Like, if you're going to rent a house, it's $2,000 a month easy, easy. Yeah, that means I have to make do six you, grand a month. Do you make six grand a month? I don't. The average... I don't. The Gross. A, the, the average person doesn't make six grand a month. Yeah. And the, the average you have to understand doesn't. that there are times where I'm like, I could die right now. And I don't mean like because of the danger. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> but do you make six grand a month every month? Yes. Right now. What I about do. off season? Do you work off season? That's a complicated question. Okay. So, so let's just say you do anyways. Just so, so if you just want to know, if, if we go back into the last couple of years, uh-huh. I'm making between sixty and dollars $100,000 a year. Oh, okay. That's really good. And, but that, de- like you said, that depends on what's happening. But you're also a specialist in what you do. Yeah. Well, okay. at this point, yeah. Well, yeah, because of, because of where you are I'm a, at. I'm and, a journeyman carpenter. Well, I didn't want to... Yeah. So essentially, my boss is like, you should be able to show up to the job, bring everything you need. You're essentially the boss. Well, not necessarily. I'm responsible for me and the person that works under me. Right. And then in certain situations, when my boss leaves, he'll tell... Like, there's a situation where my boss left for two weeks. Right. And he went to all the trades and he's like, if you have any questions about anything... Clay's in charge. Yeah. And I have the keys to everything. But yeah, so... And he left me money. So, so you're so the like captain, gen- you're basically the foreman, one. right? Yeah, that's what number I was going to say. One. But at the right. same time, I, there's a guy that works around me that is older than I am, uh-huh. and he's a better carpenter than me by... Uh, like he's like right. he's like a true Jedi, right? So there were some situations where I walked you over fix to him. that fucking problem. <laughs> <laughs> there were situations where I went to him and and there was you know like I talked to you about when I was building that deck with the radius. Yeah, yeah. I think I told you some I've of seen the, the pictures. Yeah, and I went to him and I was like, and I don't want to throw anybody under the bus because it is what it is. Um, I was don't, like, this don't is, say anything. But, I was like, this know. is fucked up. Right. I'm, I'm going off the plans right now and it's fucked up. And he actually was like, I didn't know at the time, but he he had. Something to do with the reason it was fucked up. Right. But then at the same time, at the end of the deal, he was also the guy that came in and did some shit where I was like, I just stopped what I was doing because he took this board and cut it into three parts and had like 50 clamps on it and was screwing it together. And I was just like, holy fuck. Yeah. Like, so I was like, amazing you messed up one thing off the plans, but you just did something where it's like, I never would have done that like that. And I'm actually like jealous, spellbound by you right <laughs> so now. So there's things he brings to the table and there's things that you bring. Absolutely. To the table. So the, like the thing about me is I have enough, um, I have enough experience now to where if somebody does have to be in charge, 
and you and somebody does have to be the person that the questions are asked, then it's me. But I'm not walking around like I'm the shit or I'm in charge or anything. That's just this because my I'm not in charge. My boss is in charge. Right. But so everything I'm doing, I'm doing on his behalf. You're one of the few people that I know personally that can afford to rent a house. Yeah. Okay. With your income and everything else. The average person, like me and Joe, who don't make that much money, can't even afford an apartment. Yeah. And we have to make three times the amount just to afford a $1,200 amount of $1,200 a month apartment, which is a single bedroom fucking piece of shit. I have to make four grand a month. Right. I need to be working either, you know, have be specialized like what you do mm-hmm. or work in corporate or whatever. Right. I've decided that that shit's not for me right. because I've been in that situation. I know what I'm like and I can't fucking stand it. It's there's too much stress. I don't, I don't want any stress in my life. Yeah, and I've sure. got I've got a back injury so I can't do most manual labor things anymore. Right. And, like masturbate. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, I got sometimes I got to be at the right angle, right? So So here here's <laughs> an angle. thing that I go through honestly cuz you're like, "Oh, I guess Clay makes pretty good money." I'm 45 years old. I haven't taken good care of myself. I'm completely going on the things that I've learned and the fact that I'm probably just slightly above average intelligence and that I have learned to work with my hands and am a pretty decent carpenter. Right. And not only that, but from my past experience in in real estate, being a real estate licensed quasi broker, Mm -hmm. I have the administrative side and all that too, right? And everybody also knows what a wild and crazy guy I can be. All right, DJ. But I find a way to balance all that out, right? Hi, I'm Pete Moss. But honestly, um, so like what you're talking about, don't think for one second there aren't days or parts of every single day, especially during the summer, where I'm like, God, I wish I was standing somewhere right now in an air conditioner, even if it was like way less money and not feeling like at any moment I could like trip over that extension cord, fall down, have a heart attack from dehydration and alcoholism and fucking die and my brain explodes and I have an aneurysm. Don't think for one second that there aren't moments of the day like that. Everybody does that. Yeah. It doesn't matter what right. what job that they're in. They could be the CEO or right. whatever. The CEO could be standing there going, I should have just been a gas station. Right. <laughs> and don't think for one second I'm saying that the person that works at the gas station in some other way, like you said, isn't going through all the same emotional discontentment, fear, and I concern that I am. I do it. I'm like I just right. like what the fuck? I'm fucking. I'm I'm almost fifty. Yeah. And I decided that um, yeah, two two grand a month is good enough. Yeah. Smart move, stupid. Well, here's the thing, and this is the thing I've learned. In no way at this point in my life do I think that I have anything figured out. In no way do I think I'm better than anyone. In no way, I mean, besides all the little ego things that just occur naturally in life, them. which and that's that's just that's just human nature. You should have heard me in one of the podcasts right. with uh, cocktails with Heather, which is I'm better than everyone in this room. Sure, which is just an ego thing. I know it. Yeah, and you've seen my. But the, I, I said it on purpose just to see if I could get a fucking rise right. out of anything. Like somebody right. just fucking post a comment and say, yeah. "This Mike dude's a dick," and maybe I'm lying because maybe I maybe I absolutely do think I'm fucking better. Than 
<laughs> but what I'm saying is, for the average working guy, in no in no way do I go around and like, okay, well, I'm the shit because I work in construction. I can defend you on that. Yeah. You are better than every fucking traveler that comes up from San Francisco and tries to get gas at our gas stations yeah. and doesn't know how to pump gas. Right. And that's 90% of them. Yeah. They don't know how to pump gas. They don't know how to use their credit card. Nothing. Yeah. They're fucking dumb. Right. They're well, just I, dopes. I, I, like, it, because they're dopes. Well, because I mean, people in Portland or from Oregon, they don't have to pump their own gas. Yeah, but, but they know how to pump gas when they come here. They literally get out of their car. It's, it's the people that are from Nevada and Utah, Idaho, and the Bay Area. And I'm talking San Francisco, not not uh-huh. not San Jose. Some of those, but San Francisco, those people are f- mostly fucking dopes. Yeah, like they put the thing in, and, and literally it says prepay. Right. Yeah, and then some of them get all confused about that and go come in and go. Oh, do I have to pay cash for this? There's a fucking credit card reader right there. Right. Oh, I've never used these before. You tell me you've never been to a gas station in your life? Right. I've always grown up with prepay. I didn't know anything about other than prepay until I went to South Dakota back in 2008. And yeah, then you, I was like, holy shit, you can actually pump gas and then go pay? You literally, that that went away for me, that went away 35 years ago, 40 years ago. Yeah. Like the last time I remember having to do that was in the 80s. Like, yeah. I wasn't driving. And they yet. they stopped doing that though in South Dakota when <laughs> when I saw that they were just starting to stop it because we were having the gas gas was four dollars a gallon at the time. People were stealing it. It was the because it was right during the housing collapse and yeah people were driving off without paying for the gas and they yeah. were getting tired of it so they started putting locks on there. I mean that's just stupid. Here just pump before you pay. <laughs> Duh. That's just a brilliant business. Yeah, it's like, yes. oh, hey, yeah, here, yeah, here, yeah, just take sixty dollars from us right now. Did you guys see that movie? That's what work? I would have done. I would have pumped the gas and just Oops. fuck you. Oops, I forgot. Did like you you're see, gonna run after me. Did you see War Dogs? Yes, yes. We so we, out of everything review. in that movie, can I, and I'm, I'm always like super excited when they're like, and this actually really fucking happened because it's so fucking crazy, right? Uh-huh. But my favorite part out of all that shit is like when they're trying to smuggle the guns and they're like driving and then like the guy pulls over and he's like, we gas and they're like oh fuck and the guy's like no 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 it's fine gas is free here <laughs> it's always those little parts of the movie where i'm like gas is free there and In it makes sense it they're like we don't need any fucking gas all we do is make gas <laughs> yeah have some yeah. it's like yeah being in Colombia and then having to you know buy a dime bag of coke right like, they're yeah. like no just ha- here's a bowl of coke yeah. you're good just take it <laughs> just get the fuck out of here <laughs> Just don't tell on us. Yeah, I, there's a documentary on um, Netflix um, uh, that's about the guys, the War Dog guys. Oh and, no shit! I would totally and it's watch like that. Like the real guys who are doing it, the talking, and I don't know how much they're over elaborating on their stories, but they're fucking fascinating. Well, you, oh, I'd like to watch. When you it. and I did the, um, the did the review for that, yeah, um, I remember. And I could be wrong, but I remember distinctly us doing some research on that in the background. And the guys that did the the story said like ninety percent of the shit that you see on the screen never happened. Oh, so it's bullshit. Yeah, just oh. like when a guy says, like "Oh, you got, you got like fucking or... Soviet generals that are just selling." So the gas isn't fucking shit. free. No, not God always. Damn it. It, it! it is in some cases, but th- there's like special circumstances. I can't remember. Like you have to be a native. Like you have to live. Uh... You, you have to be born there. Or like shit, when the Soviet know. Union collapsed, there was so much extra arsenal of everything. That they just had to get rid of it in bulk, or he had all these factions. For wars that never happened. Just getting no, rid of shit. This surplus planned. of everything. Yeah. Tanks and jets and 
This is totally off topic, but you, Joe <laughs> and Mike, you took us there. Documentaries, right? Mm-hmm. There's this one called Gun Trucks okay. of Vietnam. Huh. Did you see it? No. Never heard of it. I don't watch documentaries. Oh, my God. There's uh, some that, that grab me in there fast. Real quick. So when we got over to Vietnam, the, the, the thing that Viet Cong figured out right away is like everything was coming in on like big 18 wheelers and they yeah. were just fucking our shit up. And I didn't realize that the Vietnam part that we were fighting in is all along the coast. So they show the country, and the part we were fighting in is like just like a tiny bit. Well, no, it's like uh, it almost looks like 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 if you took California and just took you know whatever I don't know like Highway One. No, like if you took San Francisco or like, Chile. You ever looked at Chile? <sighs> Anyways, San Francisco. I love Chile. Chile. Chile's delicious. Anyways, um, they were fucking our shit up with these because you know obviously all the food, all the ammo, all right the here. shit. Yeah, bring that up, Mike. That's yeah. So look how weird that looks, Joe. Yeah. yeah like so. so that's where it was all happening. So they're fucking our shit up because we're bringing all this stuff in on the trucks, right? That's coming off the boats or whatever, and we're trying to transport it down the sliver side of this thing. And they realized right away the Viet Cong did the the fastest way to fuck with us is to blow up all these cargo trucks, right? So then the the Vietnam guys start modifying their own, and it's like the old trucks where you could see like a bunch of guys in the back, and then it's just like a two two people in the cab in the front. Yeah, they start putting all these plate steel and taking guns off of like I'm talking like big guns, yeah, right? The, the fifty cals. And then they, they they're painting the sides, and it's like King Kong, and it's like a <laughs> it's like King Kong, and he's got a Viet Cong, and he's ripping his head off. <laughs> yeah, which is um um. It's it's a perversion of uh, the the what do they call them bomber Bettys or whatever they yeah. the, the paintings on the side on of the, the planes yeah. Yeah. yeah so I mean I watched some of it and it's pretty fascinating and so anyways to, to fast forward the guys that ended up in Desert Storm and all that and that first they were blowing up our Humvees mm-hmm. before they put the diagonal plate steel down and all that right these guys ended up going back to the original vietnam gun truck guys and going like how did you modify your vehicles and what notes can we take from you because they're fucking us up over in uh where saudi arabia or wherever the fuck all this shit took place at where did it take place at iraq iran afghanistan afghanistan yeah yeah. so um i i need those sandy places i know someone that was over there was working for a company that um, his job was to repair the diesel, the big diesel trucks, right? And he was taking pictures and sending them back to us. And we we're like, oh, this is fucking cool. And then they said, you can't do that. Do not send it. You have to take down your Facebook page. You have to take down all your, any social media accounts. You were not allowed to text or text pictures or tell anybody because if somebody gets a hold of the picture, they know exactly where you are and the time that you took the picture. And then they can locate you and kill you. Fuck. So he took... He took them all down. He has, I mean, he had them on, he's allowed to take pictures on his camera and he can show them to people, but he's not allowed to post them digitally. As long as they're not like internet connected. Right. That's worse than an ex-wife. If you bring up the gun trucks, it'll probably show some of the logos and shit because only one of them survived and is in a museum now. But there was a... Brutus and King Kong. uh, Yeah. So do you like uh, true crime um, stuff? No. No, no. My wife does. That's, here's, here they are right here. That might be the one that made it. There's or maybe Brutus. it was Brutus, yeah. There's Brutus and King Kong. There's some fascinating ones. There's one called um, 
uh, Invincible or Unbreakable or something like that, where it's about the guy that modified a big giant bulldozer. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. Bulldozes town. Yeah, that's fascinating. He made his he made his he made his tractor into a tank and drove yeah. through town hall. Didn't kill a single person except yeah. himself. And yeah. here's King Cobra right here. He caused millions of dollars worth, tens of millions right. of dollars worth of damage. No, that's so that I would actually watch. It that. was a huge fuck you to these people yeah. that screwed him over. Yeah, because he was not. He was a little nuts though. But um, he's not that nuts. No, well, he's just it, fucking fed up. But there was no, no, there was problems with him. Like there was things where, like, if they didn't go the way he wanted them to go, yeah. he would be like, he would threaten people and shit. Mm. Like he, he had a, he had some screws loose. Yeah, but I like guys like that. You know. Um, well, I mean, he was getting bullied, though, by the people who had been right. established in the town longer than him. Right. You know, they're like, oh, you know, the nepotism of the town and shit. But it just, if if he had not stepped on toes the way he did, and things might have gone a little bit more smoothly for him. Right. So, Bureaucracy. But, so that one's really good. But there's one that is like the greatest documentary I've ever seen. It was so captivating. It's called Evil Genius. And it's uh, six episodes. It's about the pizza bomber. You remember the pizza bomber from like 15, 20 Yeah, the years guy ago? that had a cane. That he modified into a gun? No. Oh, no. Mind. It's about a guy who was a pizza delivery guy. Yeah. And he gets a and bomb. He robbed stra- a bank. He had a bomb strapped to his chest. And yeah, and his, his cane they found out was a gun. And he was like, I got to get back to work. No, okay. No, that's someone, no, no, no. Different, am I different fucking story. this up? Oh. That's, I think that's someone affiliated with this in the Evil Genius documentary. Oh, okay. But the pizza bomber thing is fascinating because it, I'm not going to go into a big old thing about it, but it's. Like you think it's just about just these guys kidnapping a pizza guy and then making him rob a bank and then they right. send him on a goose on a on a on a scavenger hunt right and it becomes way more than that like I I watched I remember I had to go to work the next morning and I was like only gonna watch like one episode and I ended up watching four episodes what, where can I find that it's on Netflix. Netflix. It's called Evil Genius. No shit. And there's so many more things that are going on with that documentary than than just the pizza bomber. There's all these different hands in the pie. I gotta and, watch that, I think. Dude, it is like I, I'm not kidding. I at three in the morning I had to turn it off. That was You're like, I, got, I gotta fucking I'm like, sleep. I gotta get up yeah. in three fucking hours for work, man. So you were and, in, you were just sucked in. So I just I went to work, I came home and I watched the rest of it. And but yeah, it was all right, I'm going to look for that one. I fucking loved it. I was like, God damn. And it's it's real. It's like they have real interviews with people, real documents from the FBI and the and the local police. And it's just fascinating to see. I swear that guy had a cane, though. There, 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 I think there's a guy in that story. It's been a while since I watched it. It's been like two years or yeah. something. And I watched so much shit. But there's a guy in there. I think he had a, a cane gun, but don't quote me on it. All right. Because I that, that, that is familiar. But yeah, but yeah, the one it's, it's called. There it on, is. The, but the one with the the guy where he modified it, yeah, is the, the collar bombs. Yeah, and, Brian oh, Wells. and they had the footage of the bomb going off. So dude. It's Brian fucking... Brian Wells um, did have a cane gun. Um, here it is. American Pizza Delivery appeared with confidence as he left the bank swinging his cane gun. So yeah, yeah, told and, you. And there's way, <laughs> dude. There's just. I'm right, you're wrong. And, there, and, there, and there's also circumstantial shit, but there's way too many circumstances that you know it has to, like, there's some fact with certain things. And yeah, it's fascinating. All I know is since then, I was like, if I ever have a cane, I want it to be a gun, too. Have, have you ever read, so there's um, the new Hulu series, I think it's Hulu, 
or Amazon Prime, but um, it's based off the Tom Clancy novel Without Remorse. I saw the advertisement. Have you read, have you read the book? I, I don't even know who the fuck Tom Clancy is. He's an author. Patriot I, 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 I know literally who he, just told you who the fuck. Danger, Listen to me. I know who October, he is, but like I've read Brown fears, and I've read King and I've read all this shit. Without Remorse. Let, hey. Stop. Quit, quit it. I'm just naming off books. You're muddying up the podcast. Yeah, you muddy podcaster. Jack Ryan. Getting your mud. So Without, without Remorse is... Um, a prequel to the Jack Ryan. That's remorseful. Uh, books. It's about John Clark. And in it, he modifies a cane gun and he's going around killing drug dealers. And he's and the way that it's modified is that he, it, there's no, tr- there's really no trigger. He just takes it and he has a shotgun shell in there and presses it into the dude. Right. And just liquefies them on the inside. And you can't trace it well, because a it's a fucking cap. shotgun shell. That would be dope it's a great it, it this is one of my favorite novels so i've never read any of uh, clancy stuff um he not take, everything he, is good he put his effort into it he definitely did uh, research on that shit but his early novels are really really good yeah i think it probably uh, I, my assumption with with clancy is that he got the pressure from his publishers to more content more so then he just he started you know letting more too much stuff out um generally so. that's generally when like no tom clancy's one of those guys that dictated what he wanted to do mm-hmm. from the start um because his hands, he his publishers didn't have to worry about anything. They had Rainbow Six, which was the video game series that was highly successful. Yeah. Um, you had uh, all of his little side novels that he didn't write, that he just farmed out. Plus, he had the TV series Op Center or whatever it was called. And yeah, Ghost Riders, huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, tons of them. I've read some Crichton. I've read, uh, with Crichton, I've read uh, Jurassic Park. Me I've too. read The Lost World. Mm-hmm. Which is a very very different than the movie. Um, and I read the one, the one. It wasn't called cells. Called something else. It was one sphere. where it had nano machines. Oh, I know what you're talking about. The nano machine. The the fear. That's of a good book. Nano, like it, yeah, it, it, it could have been made into a um a um a Black Mirror um episode. He also did a time timeline or something. where they're yeah, harvesting the uh they have like an incubator that puts almost people together out of. Uh, I can't remember. I, I remember that it, the whole book was about the fear of what could be like been it could be if you bastardize nano machines. Like no, how, I read the like, same like, thing. Like you originally, like the good idea with nano machines is that you could use them to eradicate diseases and stuff like that. Right. Or you could move a house. Right. You could just have so many under house that you could slowly make it move over a little bit if you need to, or things like that. But what? if it could be changed into like being used as an assassin tool or something. I like read that. that same book. And they can make, they've made people out of, that look like other people. Yeah. God, it's been so long since I read the book, though. What the fuck's it called? Uh, I keep thinking Cell, but Cell was no. by Stephen King. No. I know. It, uh, let's look up. Oh, I didn't know that. Andromeda Strain? No. no. That's the one I was thinking What's of. What's Prey? Go to Prey. Oh, uh, uh, Prey is it. Prey is the one. Yeah, there, there it is. Yep. I read it. Yep, I have that. That was good. Airframe. I've read Sphere. Airframe was okay. My brother's read all of these books. Yeah, Crichton uh, wanted to get into Hollywood more, um, and so that's why he directed the Westworld movie and stuff. But he realized how how much he hated the Hollywood system. So yeah, he, he also he's, directed one with Sean Sean Connery, the great train robber. The great train think, robber. Yeah. He wrote yes. the book. Is he still alive or has he passed on? Uh, Connery just passed in the last I six know. months. I think. I'm just fucking with you. Yeah, Darling. he he wrote the Great Train Robbery. Yeah, and directed. 
Yeah, Westworld's a good movie. It's not bad. Um, oh, I, uh, this one right here, Eaters of the Dead. Have yeah, you read that one? The Thirteenth Warrior. Yeah. I have not. That is an actual really good novel. Yeah, it got turned into a movie with Antonio Banderas called The Thirteenth Warrior. I read Warrior. his. Uh, I read his autobiographical uh, nonfiction. Coma was supposed novel. to be really fucking. What, what an odd movie. I've heard. You know, when when this came out, I remember people talking about this like years afterwards. It's like Coma. Oh my god! What a what a fucking weird movie story. What a great movie. Kind of kind of a Kubrick feel. Yeah, just like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. God, that mm-hmm. movie was a fucking turd. Three's my favorite. Is there a three? It's mm-hmm. the one where the there's turtles f- have fucking freckles on their faces. There's a get three? the fuck out there's of here. There's four be. of them. Oh, four? I'll watch that tonight. Yeah. Fuck. Good luck. Have fun. The, the fourth one? Yeah. There's a hidden fourth. Ugh. What is it? Where they're all on stage the whole time, rocking out? They with should guitars? just. They should just start being honest about like teenage mutant ninja turtles again. Turtles in time, stupid. Turtles in time, brought to you by. I have the Kraft macaroni and cheese. <laughs> I am so fucking hungry right now. Three is also the one that had the girl in it, right? The female Ninja Turtle. Uh teenage don't... mutant Ninja Turtle. I don't remember Three. there being a female Ninja Turtle, and and I think that was only for the for the 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 the, the tour, the world tour, where they went and performed. Concerts and shit, there. and they changed the way the turtles look, where they have freckles. Now featuring right amphibian pussy. Now I've heard that this was not a canceled film; they actually made it, but it was never released. They're like, "Fuck it, it sucks." Well, no, there's supposed to be a, a fifth turtle named Kirby, uh, Fang, Shredder, Spider, Nano Spider, Super Shredder, Casey Talbot, Lawson, Bugman, and Evil April. Dude, part three sucked because it was just like they'd given up. Like they, they do this thing where they go back in time to ancient China or some shit, and there's no Foot Clan, there's no Shredder, there's no mutants, just the turtles. And right here, Teen Ninja Turtles, and she was in the television series The Next Mutation. Is there any chance that this new uh, Venom movie is going to be good? Because I like the first one. My wishful <laughs> thinking is the hope. Well, it's directed by. Um, by uh, Golem, fucking Andy Serkis. So Andy Serkis knows filmmaking very well. So I have hopes for it, but it's still Sony. It's well, a he Sony was also movie. involved with. What's wrong with Sony? Sony has shit on their franchises. They have shit the bed on Men in Black. They have shit the bed on Ghostbusters. They're shitting the bed on fucking. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Did you the not new see Ghostbusters? That? Is supposed to we be epic. Yeah, but we still haven't seen it. No, no, no. Yet. He's talking about the female version. Yeah. Oh, fuck that movie. Yeah. And so. <laughs> uh, split tail Ghostbusters. The fucking the fucking interview wasn't that great. Although it, was, it had I, its I, Look, I, I enjoy the interview. It's it, and then well, uh, but look what the, I mean. And then Spider Man. They were fucking Spider Man up for a while after they got rid of Sam Raimi because they fucked him over. Andrew Garfield Spider Man. Yeah. So those were lackluster. Oh, the Amazing Spider Man. Yeah, those oh, were lackluster. You know, the only reason I had any intention of watching any of those is because because um, Spider Man's awesome. No, because <laughs> uh, who's the guy from? Uh, 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 fuck. Who's the guy from Sideways? Oh, Paul Giamatti. He was in one of them. The Rhino. He and I was like, I'll watch it because he's in it because I love that guy. He's funny, but they only just show him from a distance yeah. screaming. Yeah, I think I saw him. He's all, <laughs> or whatever. And I was like, oh, bloodshot. Really doing any acting. The Amazing Sp- the amazing Spider Man. Although they did American Hustle. Like, a lot of those, uh, that one's supposed to be good. Passengers sucked. Bad Boys for Life. Fuck that movie. That movie sucked. After dick. Earth. The Da Vinci Code was. Eh. Yeah, fuck that movie. Read the book. Yeah, I have. Uh, Charlie's Angels. That fucking sucks. Remake. Sucks. Surf's Up was awesome. Hitch. Pixels is shit. Pixels. Open Season. 
What a beautiful looking movie that is. Complete shit is Pixels. Annie. Like the visual effects are really fucking cool. What that is movie it? is horrible. The Annie remake. Pixels is where aliens get a signal uh, and they come back as video game characters from the 80s. Uh, like Pac-Man and shit and Qbert. It's and based started, off of a short that was done. Yeah. That might be cute. On YouTube. My YouTube short is genius. Like no. It's fucking genius. No. She wouldn't like it? No. It no. sucks. It's fucking dreadful. It's insulting. Oh, it's really? It's fucking insulting, dude. Because she likes like uh, Hotel Transylvania 3. Yeah. Like blah, that blah, blah. Yeah. And that's fine. Those 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 movies, like Hotel Transylvania, Goosebumps, those, those movies which are made for kids... Are okay. Yeah. They, I mean, they're not out to offend anybody or anything. The yeah. guy that the guy that did um, Samurai Jack and um, uh, Star Wars: The Clone Wars animated the cartoon animated version before this one. Yeah. And um, um, he also worked on Dexter's Lab and everything else. He he does hotel. Lord Miller, um, they, who did the the Lego movie, they uh, they were involved with the Spider Verse movie. You know the thing that about the, bad. the Venom movie because I did actually watch that. One in the theater, and you guys will obviously know if this is true or not, because I didn't read the comics. And he's like, "On my planet, I'm kind of a loser." <laughs> is that is that is that something they just wrote into that? Yes. I don't know. I, I <sighs> yes, yeah. There's dude. They fucked up big time. Why the do they film. do shit like that? Because it's there's a snippet of that that is going to be used for the next Spider-Man movies, mm. and I'm not going because I understand. There are things happening. So the, the way that it's split up is this. What you're seeing for the live action Marvel movies, they are in what's called the 616 universe, I think. Okay. And there are tons of parallel universes. And the, the, the timeline that she explains in Endgame to the Hulk, that's what she's talking about. And in the new Loki TV series, the timeline that she's talking about is all these parallel universes. That's what they're going to be Exploring. Exploring. Hmm. So when he says that he is from this universe and they type it in and then they're like, holy shit, it's real. And that's actually what happened. He has the ability to either someone he knows has the ability to or he knows Doctor Strange or someone like Doctor Strange that can look at what's going on in other universes and say, okay, well, Mysterio died on this planet. We can use Mysterio... And if our story comes out, like we come from another universe, we came from that universe because he's already dead. Huh. That I have a hard, I get, I guess I'm not that smart. Because <laughs> I'm like, what happened? Can I'm, I get a I'm, chart? I'm uh, <laughs> and a cheese bowl to see, and a diet Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I'm excited to see what they're going to do with uh, the multiverse of madness, the Dr. Strange sequel, because it's already in post-production and it's directed by Sam Raimi, which it seems like it's almost like his way of doing Spider-Man 4 like he wanted to do. And so to see what he's going to do with that, I, I really, I'm, I'm jonesing for it. Yeah, that and uh, they've already they've already kind of spoiled or leaked some of the stuff that may be happening in the new Spider-Man movie, set picks and whatnot. And I'm trying to stay away from it, but yeah. some of the stuff that I understand is, you know, and, and knowing what I know and knowing and Joe as well, uh, the stuff that we've looked up in terms of, of like the Marvel universe, like the, the animated universe has a different Earth. Um, it's called something else, Earth 16 million or 16.9 or whatever it is. And then you have the comics universe, which is like Earth 1. And then you have this and this and this and this. Fuck. So, the, but the ones that we're focused on is, so, you know, yeah, the animated stuff. That's a different Earth. So the Spider-Verse 
that Sony is using is not the same as the Spider-Verse that's on Marvel's, just on, on the Disney Plus channel. Or, different canons. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that that animated series, and then the and then like the 50 other animated series, well, that's like Earth 42 through Earth 700, you know? That's how it, it gets so convoluted that Who's that's how they do it. Who's in charge of keeping all that straight? Um, oh, each Okay, so each division has their own designation. So comics has their own Earth designation. Movies have their own Earth designation. Animation has their own Earth designation. And it's all written in, on, on, in the... Some Bible. Yeah, in the Bible. So, And then if they figure out what Earth they're on, they write it in there. Crazy shit, kids. Yep. And the same with the DC Universe. Just try to keep up. So... So yeah, and the, the, there's and the TV shows are helping to introduce characters that normally wouldn't get enough screen time in movies or something like that to help bring things up too. So, but that's kind of cool because then everybody kind of gets a shot sometimes. It is. It, it's just you know the the problem is is that sometimes they it, things get oversaturated or you're now you're getting this whole push for diversity and intentional diversity instead of just letting things flow naturally. Yeah, and it it. it hurts certain things i actually so. saw a batman animated cartoon once where it's a couple different stories and each of them are different and it was really good oh that's um that was uh i can't remember what i've got it but it's the one that has um this would have to be 12 years old or 10 years old are you sure it's yeah, not the one that the, came no, out I'm in the 90s sure. you're talking about the one the dark knight returns or the i'm talking about a cartoon and there's three or four different stories, maybe five, and they all go for 20 minutes or so, and they're all completely in a different canon, each story, and it's Batman. That reminds me of the Matrix, the, uh, like the, the only, Animatrix, in a way. The only one that I can think of that was like that was the animated series where they did four, three or four short stories, and one of them was kind of a re retelling of Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns. What year would that have been? 90s, late 80s, mm -hmm. early 90s. No. You know, I really hated what they did with... Um, the third season of uh, the animated series where they, they made the characters way more um, Looney Tunes-ish in, in the way they moved and stuff. And uh, they changed like the Joker's appearance where he has these beady little fucking Canadian South Park eyeballs and shit. It, it bugged the fuck out of me why they changed some of the appearances of the characters. Bring up the uh, images. One, yeah. and I read that they had, you know, the Fox uh, wanted more... 2008, that might have been it. Fox wanted more Robin in the episodes No, and shit. it doesn't look like that. It's not that... There's this one. So look up, look up a Batman anthology. That I think he's talking about some kind of weird anthology with Batman. 2008 would be right in there as far as when it was done. Well, that's Gotham Knight. Is it individual stories? Yeah. That might, Absolutely. That might be the one. I have that on DVD. Crossfire Field Yeah, that might be the darkness. one. Have you, have you watched that one? Mm -hmm. I have. It's just been a long time, so I don't remember exactly. Because there's a lot of different Batman animations. I'll have to mute it, but this is probably the one you're talking about. As we're all being quiet. Shh. Don't interrupt. Don't interrupt the dialogue. It's Mike. like we're watching the Robocop series. Yeah. Uh, this came out like, what's it, 2008? So this came out like um, right after. Yeah, I bought Dark this. Night Rising. They, Ledger. They were, I, I went to a Black, <coughs> Black Friday sale at Walmart. Or I went in there first that, thing that in the morning. That looks like it. And they were selling a bunch of DVD, you know, DVDs for hella cheaper. And this was one of the ones I picked up. For yeah, like I think, I think this is the one. Something. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, see a bunch and it was good. see everyone's different animation yeah. style. And yeah. And that, that was really, for me, uh, this one was a lot of fun for me. Yeah. yeah, so they did something similar like that with the it's uh, with the Animatrix, which is also Warner Brothers. And it seemed like they and spent a lot of money on this, you know, like because uh, I even got the Killing Joke uh, one that came out recently, mm -hmm. 
and it's all just done in one style, and it's fine. But I was like, this. Looks- I was disappointed by the Killing Joke. It wasn't what I was hoping for, expected. But I never read the comic either. So, but from what I understand, it does it just like the comic. I want it's things to as, look um, more surreal or uh, shocking okay. as a comic. Yeah, I want things to look more like not like that. Not like Batman and... Uh, the, the Robert Pattinson one? I don't want it to look all fucking... Yeah. Look, Warner Brothers has shit the bed so many times now yeah. when it comes to their DC products that I, I, I'm i interested in seeing them try different things because they're not... I don't know if they're ever going to write the ship anytime soon. So let's see all these different ideas. Like with Joker. Joker was a fascinating idea. There's a Joker 2 coming out. Yeah. That's oh, no shit. They decided to, to, to do Well, yeah. That. I mean, the fucking movie made a billion dollars, dude. So... So, um, oh, by the way, the one that I was talking about right here, Batman, the animated series, Dark Knight Returns. So I thought that's the one that you were talking about. Um, I, it's called Legends of the Dark Knight. So they did like three or three or so different stories from the Batman universe. And yeah. one of them was from the Dark Knight Returns. But with the same type of animation all the way through. Yeah. That, well, Bruce Timm, so. All right. Well, I'm uh, I'm getting ready to go have the dreams of uh, pound cake Twinkies. All right. I'm ready to go to Jack in the Box right <laughs> fucking now. Hey, I this is coming from a fatty, so maybe you don't understand this. Were you ever? Did you ever think of those little fucking cheesecake slivers they sell as a tease? You pay like three or four dollars for one of them fucking things, and it's where it's two bites and it's gone. Where did you see that? Jack in the Box. They sell these little fucking oh. these little cheesecake slices. No, wait, wait, wait. So Burger King has one, and it's called Hershey's Chocolate Pie. Oh yeah, I've had those too. And it is like so, and like I'm not saying I I'm not saying I'm not a sweets guy, but like if I get into like a sweets thing, I'm like oh yeah. sweets. Yeah. I can barely fucking finish one of those. Like, like at the end, you're like you're you're literally like gritting your teeth because it's so fucking like just like. Ah! I could eat a whole one of those with a glass of milk. Uh, I, oh, and it's like so, a whole pie. And Good lord, my guy, you gotta have a glass of milk. You gotta have a fucking glass. For me, it yeah. was a glass of half and well, half. Well, at one I point. used to have to have milk with everything. I'd have, I'd eat a bag of Doritos with a glass of milk. I'll never forget one time <laughs> my wife was like, "Are you drinking half and half?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she was like, "Why?" And I was like, "Why don't you? Why not?" <laughs> You, let me get this straight. You don't? It's the best of both worlds. <laughs> right. Because it's fucking gross. The chocolate pie, like Hostess makes those chocolate pies too. Mm-hmm. How the fuck anyone can eat them is beyond me. I tried one and just like, no. Is it too rich? No. It's just too much. Yeah. It's way I, too dude, that, that, much. that's what I mean about how much of a sugar foodie I was, man. I. Like, how I can your palate sh- handle that much sugar? Oh, my... Because I, I got used Not to Not you it. in particular, yeah. but in just in general. I got used to eating that much sugar, man. It did, like, it... Like, I drink... I know I drink a lot of Pepsi. Yeah. Which is pure sugar. But, how? I mean, th- that's a palatable sugar. That's... That amount of it, sugar that I drink... It's, I mean, compared I to... I can handle it's, it. it's diluted in water. Wait right? a minute. I learned something if, new if about you Pepsi. Start, if you start looking up how much sugar's in a Coke compared to a candy bar, you'll be shocked no. how much less a candy bar is. No, I won't be. And I, I think that the new the new stuff that's come out now, these, these most of the new candy bars, has more sugar... No. They'll, they'll break it down in grams. So you you go get a candy bar. The average candy bar will have like fourteen grams of sugar. A Coke. How has many like, servings are in that candy bar, though? Maybe one or two. And, and what's they, the total amount of grams in that candy bar as well? I'm saying they'll break it down in serving sizes, and yeah. it might say one or two, right? But it's going to be fourteen to maybe 
18 grams of sugar tops. And a Coke will have between 40 and sometimes like, like a, like, believe it or not, like Squirt, the one I like, has like 78 grams of sugar or something. And the worst one that I like is called uh, Orange Crush. That is like pure sugar. So eight grams of sugar. That's, that's, that's got to be bullshit. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. That. No, you'd be shocked that it's not as much as you think. One package is 0.6 ounces. One cup is 17 grams. It's got to be one of those mini fucking... Uh, one cup. One cup. Look up what is in an average candy bar grams of sugar, and I guarantee... Like, I, it's less than I even thought. 12 grams of sugar. Okay, that's exactly what I just said. 12 grams of sugar. 1.5 mini Snickers. Now, your Coke... Pick that up and look how many grams of sugar are in that. 41 Just pick grams. up the bottle right 41 there, 41 grams in one can. And it's probably more than one serving size, the the thing he just drank. That's probably a serving well, and a half. The 12-ounce can has 41 grams of sugar in it. How many servings? 69 grams. How many servings? So that's one and a half cans. Uh, there's no... Almost. So 69 grams of sugar. So you could eat five candy bars or six or seven or ten candy bars and the amount of drinking that Coke. But 12 grams of sugar in 1.5 mini Snickers. Your average bar has about 12 grams of sugar, a.k.a. 1.5 mini Snickers and almost half of the... Oh, yeah. Now, 1.5. Uh, what does that mean? Yeah, so, uh, so that's like a, that's so like a Snickers bar. Yeah, what's a mini Snickers? I mean, so is a mini it the, Snickers the is this size, big. Is it the funny si- fun size or is it the regular... like? In- no, it's it's it's... Maybe Who's that size fun size. for anyway? It's not fun for me. I'll Girls with tight pussies, bro. They like the fun size. I don't want anything chunky coming out of you a can, coochie. You can pass a fun size on a tight pussy girl. I always like that SpongeBob episode. Chocolate! Chocolate! <laughs> Hershey's Cookies and Cream, 19 grams of sugar. And that would be on the high side because those are, that's those white. Those ones I could feel that's the white sugar chocolate and that's made from butter those. fat. So that's crazy shit. That's what you want to look at right there. An average Snickers bar. 20 what is grams of sugar. 20 grams. Okay. So a third of your Coke. Half right. of a can of Coke. No, a third. Half. A third. No, no he's he drinking the bottle. He just said 59 he's got, grams. He's, he's got 69 and he's got a 20 ounce bottle. But a can of Pepsi has Nobody drinks grams. a fucking can. They don't sell cans of the Pepsi much anymore. The designation on that bottle. The designation on that bottle is how many grams he's actually drinking. They, they sell uh, the 12-ounce cans now. Like, you can go buy cans at grocery stores. They have stores, tall cans? But they have the tall cans now, and then once and then they have, they once in a while, they'll have the little mini cans, but you at, at convenience stores, at least my convenience mini stores. Mini cans of what? The regular cans of soda. Oh. Yeah, the 12-ounce? They, they sell them in the, the big cans ounce? now. Yeah, they sell them in 40s. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. You're like, I'm just going to fuck this up. Because that's, that's what the, they're conditioning us. Yeah, the more that we have. salt and sugar. They're like, uh, get some. Why do you think it's the free refills at McDonald's and shit, man? Because you, you have all that sugar, then you want to balance it out with more salt. No, that's not why they have the free refills. But Keeps you craving, man. Yeah, that's that's they want you to come back for more. And then but they got all that dollar it, menu shit full of salt. They've they've made they've made fucking eight thousand times their profit on one large Coke. Oh yeah, because then they also pack the fucking the ice in that shit too. So no, you you just do your own. I'm talking about like if you did a drive-through, right, where they fill the whole cup all the way up with ice, and then so they're only giving you like maybe half of a cup of the, their actual product. So then they have a bunch of extra product that they're selling. Right. Exactly. Uh, 21 grams in a Kit Kat. Uh, 20. 
21 grams in a payday. Yeah, so candy bars have half the fat or half the, the sugar. 22 grams in 100 so grand. Nestle Crunch is 23. Almond Joy is 24. This is all boring. 24, 24. Oh, yeah. 24, See, and I, I don't eat just one candy bar when I used to eat that shit, man. 24. But the other thing is, is that... Fuck. What is... What is Okay, so in a, like, let's take a Butterfinger. What is the equivalent of a Pepsi and a Butterfinger? I mean, how many Butterfingers is the equivalent of a 12-ounce Pepsi? Or whatever mine is. How many grand, How many ounces is uh, that Butterfinger? The, the total amount of ounces. Can you um, superimpose that, the candy bar, so I can see it? Because uh, it says net weight, something 1. ounces. 1.2. 1.9. And there's a 12-ounce can of Pepsi, right? That's, that's the one that's got 41 grams of sugar in it? Yeah. But then how much of that is water? So then you took Who gives a shit? It's just just do apples to apples. 12 ounces to 1.9 ounces and then do the conversion. Oh, wait. How many grams is that? The, the candy bar. 53.8. Just, so call it 50, 50, just call it 53. All right. So half, over, so over half of the grams of that actual candy bar is just sugar. So that's like almost... Yeah, that, that candy bar is just half of it is sugar. So And then all that other shit they throw in there. So... 12, let's just say, let's call that two ounces, right? Uh-huh. So times six for 12 ounces, right? Yeah. Times, would you multiply that times six or would you multiply it times like three or whatever? Times two? Well, that means there's way more sugar per ounce in a Butterfinger than there's sugar per ounce in a Pepsi. Yeah. I mean, if you're going apples to apples. Because, yeah, it's 12, 12, you, you got 12 ounces in one, you got two ounces in another. So if you've got 41 grams of sugar in 12 ounces compared to 28 grams of sugar in two ounces, there's way more sugar per ounce in a Butterfinger than there yeah. is in a Pepsi. Bullshit. We just did the math. Dude, okay. Dude, that, <laughs> <laughs> ounce wise. That's my favorite one. <laughs> Ounce-wise, half of that fucking candy bar is just sugar. Those in Reese's are like my shit. And I'm not a math guy, but I mean, Joe will do all the math calculations and stuff like that. So I have to ask him because I fucking suck at doing math. But like if he comes up with it, he's relatively close to just like, but you have to ask, okay, so when you're doing that, when you're extrapolating net weight ounces versus grams, when you figure out it's two two ounces, right? And then you have to multiply it times six to get to 12 ounces. Do you? But do you multiply the grams times six or do you multiply it by because it's getting bigger, you know, do, do you do we're you dealing do, with ratios? Yeah. So yeah. is it the, one third or is it one half? Butterfinger you know, has almost four times the amount of sugar in it than a can of Pepsi. And a can of Pepsi is unfucking healthy. Wow. Four times the amount of sugar. Now per. imagine a hostess cream pie. Holy God. Whatever. Look, and now they'll confuse you too because they're like natural sugar or added sugar. Yeah. So, so what it comes down to is just moderate. Yeah. Yeah. And see, I was pre-diabetic when I before I stopped, and I, I, and so yeah, it's like you're not. We're not supposed to be eating this shit. Like, well, right. Yeah. We still have caveman bodies. No, 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 no. Okay? We're, it's it's not that we're not supposed to be eating it. We're not supposed to be eating the amount right. of that shit. Our right. bodies are designed to break down simple meats, grains, and fruits and vegetables. I mean, right. do, you, do you honestly think that they didn't eat candy when they were cavemen? They just didn't eat the, the refined process. No, they were eating dates and... Yeah, yeah. And, and and they were literally sucking on sugar cane and yeah. everything else, yeah. so... It, well, it's well, the same thing. Depending on what you know, areas they're from, right. but yeah. Can you imagine being back then and your teeth are rotting out of your head? Well, and you don't know any What better. I understand is um, civilized society... They only live like 18 years. Like, what is it? 20% of people in civilized society have teeth problems, but if they go back to caveman times, less than 1% had... Um, when they do tests on, on teeth and stuff like that from bones, like, yeah, it was less than 1%. They had, they had any kind of, like, 
cavities and problems with their teeth. They so, did not have problems. No, they yeah, did not have problems with fucking teeth. So here's an interesting fact about Coke and Pepsi. Coke was designed before refrigerators. So it was designed to be drank warm or drunk warm. Like sucky. That's why Coke, when you drink warm Coke, you're like, oh, this is really good. Pepsi was designed after refrigeration. So it's designed to be drunk cold. So if you drink a cold Pepsi or a warm Coke, they both taste the same in that environment. If you drink a cold Coke, that's why it tastes different. Hmm. I can't. I can't. Even, I just learned that today. I can't imagine drinking a Coke warm. And, I, if, you, and if I walk into a store, and this switched from when I was a kid, because when I was a kid, it was Pepsi, because it's sweeter. But as I grew up, I was like, it's Coca Cola, and I've, you know, and so for me, a Coca Cola is like, it's like a treat, right? Yeah. And now they have like vanilla Coke and all these other crazy. Cherry, I love cherry Coke. And man. Cherry Coke. I fucking love cherry. Vanilla yeah. orange. And I really, I guess, is like cherry seven up. As you get older, you're like, yeah. well, I guess I like. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be that way. I won't like turn a Pepsi down if I'm somewhere because you, you go to Taco Bell, you can't get a Coke. They were like, do you want a Pepsi? Because it's owned by Pepsi. Yeah. Yeah. So, but um, if I have my choice and I go into a store, I'll get a Coke. And not only that, but I've learned that if I have my choice. Like if I go to a restaurant and order a Coke, right, and it's like a treat, I'll order the Coke that's in the bottles because that's like I think they call it like Mexican Coke or yeah. something. Yeah, they, they use cane sugar. And, it, and I mean, it, it, it's like if if a, if a Coke is good, this is like double as good for some reason. You know what I mean? I don't know if it's all in my head. That was my scapegoat. Pe- Pepsi and Coke in a bottle tastes way better than the real sugar Pepsi in a can or real sugar Pepsi in the plastic. Because it obviously it gets diluted from the metal. Yeah. So in the glass bottle, it tastes so much yeah. better. And then there's this, this uh, pasty place in Grass Valley. Oh, shit. Where they make pasties, right? I love right? those things. You, have you never been up there? Uh, not to that one in Okay. Well, there's two of them, but actually they opened, they just reopened the one. What the fuck is pasty? It's They're like, um, like a calzone. Yeah. Okay. But it's like, uh, I don't know. It's, it's got for, rice. It's supposed and to be like, like Scottish or something like that, right? Yeah. Mutton. And they're fucking delicious. Yeah. But this this place, and it's weird because you get older and you don't realize that there's certain things that have occurred in your life and you didn't realize that that was like your favorite. And But now you're older. So I go into this place and they give me a Coke and a glass and the ice cubes are circles. You ever seen that? It's been a Where long time. Where it's got time. the hole in the middle? It's been a long time. So I'm like, uh, I drank like six Cokes. She was like, do you want another Coke? And I was like, yes. And she was like, do you want another Coke? And I was like, yes. Finally, my buddy Travis was like, you're drinking a lot of Coke today, you know? Because he doesn't drink soda. So he's like above us all, you know what I mean? I was like. He's better than us. And I was like, I don't care. It was like just, I don't know what it was about it. but the, It just I, tasted real good. It was refreshing. I, I, w- I could drive there right now and order just a Coke. You're you know making I mean? my mouth warm. I don't know what. It is Do you about, want another beer? Yeah. Do I don't know what beer? it is about yeah, yeah. the certain way that things occur. It was like a it was like Forrest Gump at the White House with the Dr. Peppers. I'm like, is the is the drink better because the ice cubes pay. have a hole in it? Is that the perfect ratio you and know, everything? For for me, like when I go to McDonald's, I order Coke, even though I drink Pepsi yeah. I, like a good portion of the time. It has to be a Coke from McDonald's because that's just that is the way it is. You're used to that combination. It, it is the way. Yeah. If you go to Round Table, same thing. Round Table pizza with Coke and f- fuck everybody else. I don't care what they say. If you drink, if you bring a Pepsi and you're eating Round Table, you're a heathen. You have to drink Coke with it. I think if you However, eat pizza, you got to have root beer with it. Right? Yeah, or root beer, but essentially at Round Table. But like, if you go to other places like Domino's or whatever, it has to be. It's a weird thing. Wendy's has you know Coke or whatever. Taco Bell with Pepsi. But Subway. Subway pisses me off to the extent where they change from Pepsi to Coke and Subway goes with Pepsi and not with Coke because 
because of the way that the sandwiches are are flavored or formulated, it the flavor of the sandwiches matches better with a Pepsi. Hmm. Well, and, and that then that subway up in science on the other side of town can go fuck itself, anyways. Guess what I just thought of because I've been eating a lot of pizza. Pizza. And we all, I think, have agreed that Round Table's got the pepperoni nailed. I'm not a big fan of pepperoni, but I can agree with that. Okay. So, uh, when I was a kid in high school, going to Placer High, should have graduated class of 94, but we're really going back to like 91. In Old Auburn, in the brick building that is now, I don't know Old what... Old Town Pizza? No, or I think it was Straw Hat or Shakey's back then. Oh, yes. It, um... Shakey's. It, it was bootleggers and that got sold, but... Well, I'm going way back now, though. I'm going 91. I Shakey's in 90, 89, I maybe. Probably 89. I, I think it was a Shakey's, but it could have been a straw hat. So my mom takes us in there before Little League, and we order a pepperoni, and I'll never forget... I just remembered it the other day. I'll never forget that pepperoni pizza from there. I was like, these guys have... They've mastered this. You know what I mean? Yeah, I remember going into a Shakey's when I was a kid with the arcade there and hearing the Dragon's Lair, yeah, you know, intro going off over and over again. Dragon's Lair, right? You know, I fucking love that or shit. Gauntlet. Right? <laughs> yes, exactly. They had Gauntlet and Dragon's Lair. Yeah, and, but I love their Mojo potatoes. Do I don't you remember, remember those. There no, were there were potato wedges that were dipped in like a a coating, like a donut type coating. Oh, really? And then they would fry them, and then so they had. Oh yeah! Oh my god! That sounds they, good. Oh yeah! I'm so awesome. fucking hungry right now. And just the smell, and you go in there, just the smell of the 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 bar, the salad bar, and the mojo potatoes, and the pizza, and the ambiance. I really miss that shit, hey, big time. Well, you guys want to wrap this up because I'm fucking starving. I yeah, I gotta go drive, so I gotta. Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. He's always researching something. <laughs> well, yeah, you've got you've got three and a half hours of shit to edit, so. And he's already home. <laughs> That's true. I am here. Um, straw hat. It was a straw hat. I think it's straw hat, yeah. Yeah, those were those. And then straw, shaky straw hat and pizza hut were the big ones in, in North Highlands when I was a kid. You guys were saying Godfather's Pizza's good, and I swear I've been there, but I can't even remember anything well, about it. I don't they, think they're, they're around they've anymore. They've dwindled down. Because they were off Allegra. Yeah, they yeah they they were they they dwindled. They they um Target off of uh, uh, excuse uh, me Douglas the Target Center off of Douglas they had a, a place still in still has one I don't know if they do mm. it's it's like a cheerleaders bar down then, off uh, of then Boulevard. they also had a Rico's Pizza cheerleaders the strip club doesn't exist do you ever have Rico's oh, yeah, Pizza because of me and my friends <laughs> we'll talk see, about that another time no. see the party pizza I know why it was closed. We used to steal the bar stools. Well, yeah, well, that was part of the problem, but they closed because of the, the park. Noise. No, they closed, they closed because of the parking school. Oh, because I've been physically removed there because by 7440 the is 7440 right, is still right there. Close, yeah. So the reason why they closed down cheerleaders just real quick is because the girls, the strippers that that work there. And because they were close to a school and a park, but yet 7440 and the place that has billiards right up the street, right across from the bowling alley. Yeah. That's that's acceptable. Well, no one's taking their top off there. Right. But I mean, you, I, I used to drive by cheerleaders all the time. You know how many fucking strippers outside were wearing short shorts and whatever else? Yeah, I do. One. <laughs> One, maybe two. And I would drive by that fucking place all the time at night. And it was very rare to see the girls walking around outside just hanging out. I mean, they would wear like their normal clothes yeah. and shit like that. But other than that, they were never fucking dressed real scantily outside from what I can remember. So when they closed that place down, because I was right in that era and later and later and later, all the girls went over to the body shop. Yeah. Off of Garfield. And I used to go there all the time. Yeah. Too. 
Yeah. Uh, I think it was Friday night or Saturday night. I um, picked up someone less than a block away from 7440, and the cops had the whole block taped off because there was four people got shot at 7440. Yep. No one died that I'm aware of, but unless things have changed. No, there was a, there was a big to-do that happened a couple days ago or mm-hmm. last week or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, it was just a few days ago it happened. And yeah, I yeah, I'd make U-turns, couldn't go that way. You know, the map's yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, well, <laughs> apparently you don't know there's a fucking <laughs> police cordon off over here. So. Yeah, so. All right, yeah, let's wrap it. Say All goodnight. Right. Good night, Eddie. Sick of tail, fifth.